welcome to NG Aim. What's up? What's up? We're back. We are. We are back. Yeah. We Den- never left. Denny's been away again. He's been abroad again. Where did you go this time? I Denny? was in Hungary. Denny literally likes to go abroad in between every episode that we record. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like that a little bit. It does seem like that. Um, no, I was in Hungary. I, I took my uh, air miles. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I took my. Uh, Misses away for her birthday. Your your main squeeze. My main squeeze. All right, all right. What's going um, on? with that? She was really nice because she let me bring my side chick as well. Okay. So <laughs> a little two on one actually going. It on. was. It was. Mate, they don't stop though. No, it's like, <laughs> no joking. Um, uh, yeah, it was nice. Um, we've obviously been to Budapest before. I was in Budapest. Yes. So um, yeah, we, we did. You see, we went past the famous peaches and cream. Yeah, let's let's not talk too much about that place, man. Stag dudes are for stag dudes to stay in stag dudes. This is it? true. This is true. Um, but you, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I bet you didn't take a picture of the kebab shop that you <laughs> survived across the road. <laughs> I told her briefly, but I didn't go into gory details. Yeah, yeah. I was fine, didn't I? I was <laughs> yeah, fine. I was yeah. right. This is one of my mates, though. Flip it. <laughs> yeah. um, that was good. Uh, so we hired out the e-scooters oh yeah yeah and we just like nipped around town on them it was really really cool just got to see all the monuments you're travelling like they go a maximum of like 20 kilometres an hour um, yeah and you can't you can't do it in many places it's, um, it's, it's it's only really on the cycle lanes right um, and paths that you can the thing is 12 mile an hour is yeah. a good like you fall off, fall off one of those things at 12 mile an hour that's like falling over at almost full sprint. Yeah. So this. So how I described it, I was like, it's not fast enough for you to seriously hurt yourself, but it's a, it's fast enough for you to make sure you're paying enough attention. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, but it was good because you can get around. It, it just makes it so easy to get around town and yeah, um, and do so much in a day. So that was really nice. Um, but I guess my other big piece of news is the said misses. Although she hasn't agreed for the side chick to join her, is going to be moving in with me. Oh shit! Yeah, we should have talked about this off air, then. She have talked you out. Of it. <laughs> I'm like, no, Denny, no. Oh shit, no, we are on it. Yeah, then that's that's a great move, bro. That's beautiful. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so... it's been a really long time. It's about you, isn't it? Yeah, it came, like... <laughs> <laughs> it came about in a roundabout way. Like she's she was having a few tenancy issues. We kind of briefly spoke about it and was like, yeah, maybe middle of next year. And then she just had some issues with her, with where she's staying. So I was just like, All right. might as well. She's going to pay you like cover off half your bills in there. Yeah? And, and a bit more. Standard. you got to blag it a little bit, innit? Yeah. Like, listen, if you're moving in, I'm losing a lot of freedom here. I need to gain yeah, something. Yeah. So exactly. if, my, if my mortgage is a grand a month, for example, you got to pay 700 <laughs> Standard. I've already negotiated all Cause, this. Because otherwise, now nah, fuck that. Well, I've worked it out on, I've worked it out on um, her living in London. Yeah. And what she would be paying their rent in the room. Mm. So I'm knocking 50 quid off and you're saving money. That's beautiful. Oh, that's what I know. We've worked it out nicely. We've worked it out nicely. No, listen. We've worked out nicely. I want to head when I get home. Yeah. I want to head off to dinner. <laughs> and I want to head for bed. Okay? And I'll be happy. And while I'm cooking. That's like, it. If I'm cooking, you should be... Cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. That. So, yeah, that's me. That's like my updates. What about you? Uh, I just did... Um, I just did a grading exam for some of my students this week, uh, which was... Uh, interesting one uh nick was actually grading for his black tag okay um 
Yeah, and actually it was a, I tell you, I tell you what happened, right? Shout so, out Nick. Yeah, so what happened, we, um, my students generally would fly through most gradings mm. because their traditional, the traditional stuff is what you get tested on and most of my students are very, very good. Like I make them know more than they need to know f- to pass an exam. They actually know enough to pass the exam for the belt above the belt that they're going for generally. Right, yeah. So they fly through it. So I get my instructor to come and test my students and he knows they're good at this. So he throws curveballs almost every time. So what he's done to Nick, he's, he's, he's got some like wooden boards, right? Now, you know, when you see people do like breaking boards for demonstrations, there's always some guy holding the board out with his arms locked out, keeping that board solid so you can smash through it. Yeah. My sister's like, right, you go and break this board. Nick's like, right, cool, cool, cool. I can do that, no problem. And he's gone, okay, but I'm going to hold it like this with just two fingers and you've got to smash straight through that. And Nick's like, looked at me. He's looked back at Master Stewart and he's like, how the fuck am I going to break through that? He did it. He managed to, to pull it off, the first one. And uh, I don't know, what the fuck are you doing, Danny? <laughs> like, you, you're going too much. But, um, but yeah, so... He broke through the board the first attempt with the first technique that he did. And there's other students in the room and they, they were quite impressed. Yeah. They give him a little clap, right? And Nick's like bumped his chest up a little bit. He's like looking around, so like, you fucking right, yeah? That's what Nick does. Nick breaks boards with his hands, just like that, right? And then my student's gone, okay, I'll do it with the, this technique. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll do that technique. No problem, no problem, right? He's lined it up. He's talking, he, he's... Uh, my shit is like you need to explain the technique explain what you can do how you can do it and I'm looking at him and I'm like oh dear mm. and he smashes this board and the board does not break it just goes flying across the room and like nearly hits someone yeah. I was like dude you messed up and he took like four or five he could not break the board and all it was you know sometimes like you'll get put on the spot for something that you should know yeah but because you just fucked up something, you just get flustered yeah, yeah. and it's all gone out the window. Yeah. So he had about five minutes of that in the middle of his exam where he just oh, made man. mistake after mistake after mistake. And then luckily, that was like one section. Yeah. You can, like, with the way these exams work is like you can fail one section. If you fail anything more than that outside of that section, even if you fail like part of another section, yeah. you're fucked. Right. Luckily, he aced the rest of the exam. Okay. So and he he didn't fail the entire breaking section of the exam. So he he scraped it like past. Yeah. He he could have flown for it if it just wasn't for him getting flustered in the yeah, moment. Yeah. But it was just so hard to watch. Like, cause he's my mate as well. Yeah. I can't help him. And like he goes from that high of yes, fucking smash that board. It was basically like in the air, and I smashed it in half. Mm. I'm a I'm a bad man. Yeah. Check yeah, this. Yeah. And then he just can't do it. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> I, I wanted to say, hey, you're doing the wrong technique, the wrong part of your hand, you're doing the wrong way, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? So yeah, and I had another one of my students, he also like got a bit panicked, and uh, and it was like, a, they were doing self-defense, we were doing like self-defense techniques, and um, unfortunately he, he failed. Uh, by the time this goes to air, he'll know that, because he doesn't know it yet, because I don't release the results until the week after, so right. they'll be released like this weekend. Okay. Um, but he was asked by Master Stuart, the head examiner, he says, uh, like, do you, you've been practicing this stuff? And he's like, no, no, I haven't been practicing it. He goes, okay, but you, you do it in class, right? He's like, no, no, we don't do it in class. I looked at this kid, 12-year-old kid, I was like, you lying, little fuck. <laughs> I will beat your ass here. What the fuck are you talking about? We yeah, don't do this. Yeah, yeah. We, did, we did this last week, yeah. bitch. What the hell? 
And uh, and uh, literally, like, as he, because uh, we let, like, when we let them leave, I turned to this kid and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you've never done that in class before. Are you sure? He's like, I don't know. I just got, I just got confused in the moment and I just didn't know what to say. I was like, okay, next time, don't try and drop me in a shit. <laughs> With my coach. But yeah, nah, that was, um, yeah, that was a bit stressy. Other than that, I've got some uh, building work going on at this charity that I've been helping out with. Um, someone that I know uh, has got a, a connection and they basically sorted me out a really good price on doing some like renovation work for this old building. Um, so there was, like okay. a, there was a room that we had like a 30 foot tall uh, church organ in. I think I sent you yeah, the, yeah. me demolishing it on the lads group, right? Yeah. That is a big piece of kit, yeah, right? So the room for that all needs to be cleared out, all needs to be replastered, and electrics running and all that stuff. These Russian guys, they come in Wednesday morning, eight o'clock. Yeah. I got there at midday. That whole organ had been taken out. They took it out in four hours. The room looked like ready, just like ready to paint. Sure. Ready to go. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And the guy reminded me of, you know the, uh, do you ever see Limitless with uh, Bradley Cooper? Yeah, yeah. You know the Russian bad guy who like, he gets some, some of that stuff? Uh, he reminded me of him. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, you've been taking that drug as well, because you? you're super <laughs> fucking efficient at this. But yeah, so yeah, that's 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 pretty much me, bruv. There's, okay. Other than that, same shit, different day. I don't know, um, obviously, actually, the, the only other thing I'll, I'll, I'll give the listeners is the, the incident with my son. So, uh, so my kid's two years old and he just got his first shiner technically um, he bumped his head in the bath and he got like a lump on his head that overnight it like it took the path of least resistance and all the swelling ended up in the top of his eye um, so that didn't look good and then today he was in the bath with his sister took his sister out to get her changed and I normally leave him in there to play no problem Yeah. and he's taken you know how like the kids have the the little seats that you put on top of the seat. toilet seat. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like when when they know how to go to the toilet, but they're just too small to sit in the toilet. Yeah, it's a little bridge thing. He's picked that up from the side of the bath and slipped it over his head, and it's the way it's curved. Like, yeah, you could put your head through it, but you ain't pulling it back. <laughs> so I've walked into the bathroom and he's got this thing stuck on his head, and he's like stuck, <laughs> stuck. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right, it's stuck. I'm trying to pull it off him, he's screaming. I see it's like getting caught near his ear and I can't quite get off. I was like, oh man. And I was like, the same breath was like being a bit concerned. I could not stop laughing at this man. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, so I, oh, I, I literally, I got him out of the bath, wrapped him up in his towel, took him straight downstairs. And I was just like, I had to take a set of scissors and just carefully cut away at the edges of this thing just to make the hole a bit bigger. Yeah, But he was such a drama queen about it like as it was coming up to his face he would start screaming like it wasn't even barely touching him yeah and he's like <laughs> and he'd be trying to pull it down and because from where i'd cut it some of the parts were a little bit jagged and i didn't want to cut his face nothing so i had to be like really really careful yeah but i was like trying to bite his hand as he was trying to grab onto the side of the seat <laughs> and like, i was like you little shit let go let go and then trying to pull it off but yeah, and then uh, and then I showed him the video back of me pulling it off him, and he started screaming again. <laughs> He's like, "No, don't make me relive this. The, the humility uh, of it all." But yeah. yeah, I do apologise. I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that video. <laughs> no man, that's why I shared it. I put it on Instagram and everything. I was like, people check this shit out. I'm gonna save it on the stories. And then when he's twelve, comes home with his first girlfriend or whatever, I'm like, check what this boy did. So yeah, that's joke. But that's joke. but that's about it for, for for me in terms of updates, bro. 
Um, there, there is. Oh, I do want. Sorry to interrupt. I do want to Go say. On. Shout. Out. Sh- oh, what the, that was it. Shout out, Ethan. Uh, Ethan, I'm trading. My yeah. cousin. Yeah, it's I'm birthday Ethan. today. Oh, is it birthday? Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Although. By the time this comes out, it'll be like a week. It'll be like Christmas, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Eve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. Well, hopefully it comes out before June because obviously yeah. we want to talk a little bit about politics. Yes. Um, but you know, I, I wanted to start this off actually with a conversation that I had mm. with, uh, I could only describe this gentleman as a Zionist. Okay. Um, so I shared a post that concerned me uh, and we'll obviously we'll go in a bit more that I'm generally more of a conservative voter right um, but I was a bit perturbed by there was two things I can't remember what the other oh, I'll first we, about that later so first was the NHS thing which one was that uh, was that the uh, Corbyn obviously had this document where most of it had been redacted <sighs> I had a conversation with my mate about this today yeah so yeah. that was the first thing but the second thing was about um the Conservatives basically... Actually, I think it might have even been the ice sculpture incident, actually, that I shared. Oh, I don't know. Channel 4? I'll get into that in a minute. Okay. That, that's jokes. But um, but the Conservatives put this thing saying that they will ban local councils, all local councils up and down the country, from boycotting Israeli products or Israeli companies. Okay. And I just shared this saying, doesn't matter what your political opinion is, where which way you go, it's, it's not right to stop someone from expressing their political opinion. And if you're going to express that by boycotting someone, that's like the the least aggressive form of protest you can do. It's just, I'm not going to buy your shit. Yeah. Generally, it's not very effective, but, and, and that's even more reason why you should just be like, fuck it, let them do it. Right. Um, but I shared that I wasn't happy with this. And this guy who, to be honest, I don't know him very well. Right, okay. I didn't even know he was Jewish. Okay. Um, uh, he started replying on this thread. To the point where he, he basically kept on saying Corbyn's a Zion, uh, Corbyn's a anti-Semite. He says all this anti-Semitic shit, and I just I, I just uh, and then he was telling me that BDS, which is the group that are um, they organise the so what I was just using when you uh, the boycott right. So it's boycott, disinvestment, and something else. Yeah. Anyway, it was in, it was actually um, it kicked off. Uh, they they took inspiration from what happened in South Africa, the first like you know when they started to boycott South African products yeah, during yeah, the apartheid. Yeah. So it's like non-violent, right? Okay, Completely. Yeah. This guy's like, oh BDS, they they want all Jews to be dead. They 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 literally want to murder every every Jew in Israel. And I was like, can you? And he said it's even in their uh, constitution. Right. So I'm looking. I'm like, you know, what I'm like then. I'm yeah. like, right. Let me look this shit up. Yeah. So I'll start looking up, I'm looking up, I'm reading even, uh, the, I think it's like the, the Jewish Post or something, or Jewish, the, one of the like um, Jewish uh, newspapers, yeah. like online newspapers, I'm looking at their article on BDS, yeah. and they're saying that they don't like BDS or whatever, which you'd expect, but yeah. they didn't say anything about violence or anything right. about calls for death. So I was like, do you know what, I'm going to take it off the post, I'm not going to put it on a public forum, I'll direct message him. Yeah. Because I'm about to I'm about to chew him up, and <laughs> yeah. I don't like chewing people up in public if I can help it, right? Yeah. So I was like, "You've said this that he said anti-Semitic shit. I can't find anything anti-Semitic that he said." Right. And he's like, "Well, he said that um, he supports these people, and these people have said this." I'm like, "Okay, I can support someone, and they can have an opinion on ten different things. I don't necessarily have to fully agree with that." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, you know, BDS—they're supported by." Um, 
companies and groups that have called for the direct like mass extinction of all Jews. I say, yeah, but it's also supported by like Save the Children from Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, it, you can't tar them all with the same brush because they all put in to the same thing. The fact is, Israel have got illegal sit- settlements in Palestine. Certain companies are, are operating and profiting through being through taking advantage of like having their um, factories and stuff on that illegally stolen land. Right. If you want to say that you're not happy with that, then you should be allowed to. This guy even went as far as to say that um, to say that you want freedom for Palestinians is anti-Semitic. I was like, dude, what? I don't think that's right. And then it, the last thing that he said was um, that he served in the uh, Israeli military. Right. And he his his. They have the is it con- con- conscription where everyone yeah yeah certain, yeah yeah so uh, I think Israeli def- IDF yeah, IDF Israeli defense IDF. or something like that. yeah yeah. yeah. Um, he said, well, I can certainly tell you that I didn't kill any children when I was in the IDF. And I was like, if that's your like point, I can't even reply to it. Because I'm like, that's not that's not even a thing to say. Yeah. Like, of course you shouldn't be killing kids, bruv. Like, your your whole thing is to just to protect a fence. Yeah. And the IDF shoot people for throwing stones over fence lines. And it's, and it's literally, it's in the law that you're allowed to attack with reasonable force uh, an oppressing... Uh, an oppressing force against you and they're, they're doing that with no weapons and they're getting shot and I was like the guy is a nice guy like from what I know of him yeah, he's pretty safe but on this particular thing mm. I can't really I, like there, there's got to be a, a thing where you get to and the, my my issue was like and I even saw something else today there was like a video that came up online There were this guy was like we gave these statements um, that Jeremy Corbyn had made to people and we told them and Labour supporters we went to Labour supporters and read out these statements and told them that Boris Johnson had said them but it wasn't Boris Johnson Jeremy Corbyn said them and they're extremely anti-Semitic and we got the reaction of these Labour supporters and then we flipped the script on them and told them that it was actually Jezza that said it and then it proceeded to highlight a load of things where it wasn't something that Jeremy Corbyn had said it was like Jeremy Corbyn unveiled a statue of this woman who also was a Nazi sympathiser for whatever reason she had the statue unveiled it wasn't because she was a Nazi Mm sympathiser there was obviously that dark part of her her personality or her her history and she'd done some other good shit which is why they had a statue of her he's unveiled this statue and they've linked that to anti-Semitism okay fine then it was this guy wrote a book about e- economics and Jeremy Corbyn like backed him or something or wrote the foreword to it. And in that book, it said that Jews are like a, a dirty race of people or something. And I'm like, all this shit, Jeremy Corbyn did not say it. Right. And you can't keep saying he's anti-Semitic because people that he hangs around with are anti-Semitic. Yeah. While I, t- while I totally agree, it's also quite common the the, the 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 you know the sort of saying is you your uh birds of a feather birds of a feather flock together apple never fall too far from the tree and that one of the like you're uh, you're the sum of whoever many people you hang around with and things yeah, like yeah. that um you know you can always argue um against those points but i think jeremy corbyn is one of these people that is an automatic sympathiser with the underdog. 
Mm. I don't know if there's a, a specific type of name for those type of people. Like, he's against big government. He's against the corporate bullies. Automatically, this is my impression of him, he takes the side of the little guy. Yeah. And tries to tries to be, being British, being the, from the position he's in, tries to give the little guy a voice. Sometimes, I think, in hindsight, probably at the detriment to the position he's in now, which I don't think even five years ago he expected to be in. Um... But he's got to deal with that and, you know, he's got to roll with the punches. Yeah. Um, I think he handles himself personally quite well, how he comes across. Um, yeah, it's I like... I think you can... You can really, <laughs> this is my thing with it as well. Really and truly, if, if you want to look into... Now, I'm not of that faith. I'm not of that people. So I'm not going to try and say how I feel. And, you know, there was the uh, rabbi who came out of a statement saying that people, a lot of Jewish people in, in the UK are feeling quite anxious and things like that. Now... I don't think even from his statement he's directly saying that about Corbyn. I think he's saying how the Labour government has, the Labour Party has become under Corbyn. I think part of the problem is, and I think Corbyn knows this, is a lot of the people who support him and who have helped him get to the position he's in are anti-Semitic. They fit the blueprint. Um, that extreme left, that the, um, I don't want to go too much into it, but a lot of them fit the blueprint. Um, but they're also the people who are supporting him. So he does, yeah. From from a position of someone who is in a, you know, like if you're in a position because these people have put you there, you do have to manage that accordingly. Yeah. You're not just going to get the whip out and start, you know what I mean, throwing it around. That's kind of my opinion <laughs> on on Corbyn and the sort of situation he's in. But anyone you could, if you take him personally, like you said, forget the people whose four words he's written and statues unveiled. If you look at his um, his voting record, the 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 stuff he's done, the thing, the the fights that he's taken to personally over the course of his political and even uh, career, and even prior to that, you're going to struggle to say the guy's racist of any kind. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's been he's actually been ahead of the curve on a lot of things. Yeah. So I mean, the 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 whole there was this thing. The the only thing that I could find where people were saying, oh. Uh, he's he's anti-Semitic. It was a video when he was confronted by David Cameron for saying that he would welcome his friends from Hamas and Hezbollah to the UK so they could talk. And he was like, are you going to withdraw that statement? And he's like, if we want to make progress, you're going to have to talk to people. Yeah. Right? And whether or not you agree with their ideology, mm. they were duly elected in, in, proli- in political position. Like, they're an elected government. Hamas, they like, they're, we've called them terrorists. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the government. It's yeah. like we... Um, uh, what was Nelson Mandela was a terrorist. Martin Luther yeah. King was public enemy number one. Like all the, these... Who's the guy recently passed away, uh, Zimbabwe national leader? M- Mugabe. Mugabe, yeah. Mugabe was chilling with the royal family, yeah. with the yeah. with the prime minister, yeah. and then within the space of six months, he's public was, enemy number yeah. one because he was refusing American dollars. Yeah, this, this is the thing. This is the thing that I think is really silly. And this is where, again, people are, I don't think people are stopping to think about things quickly. We, we, we know Jeremy Corbyn's pretty much a pacifist. Not completely. Yeah. There's always circumstances in which he knows he would have to resort to things that are probably yeah. against him naturally. So if you're a pacifist or leaning towards closer to that direction, 
why? What are you going to do? You're going to talk to people, right, to try and solve problems. That's always going to be your first point of action. I think like that. I don't. I, again, I don't. Say, I wouldn't say I'm an outright pacifist, but I would say I'm, I lean closer towards that. Mm. And that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to. You're going to reach out your hand. You're going to reach out to Olive Branch. You're going to try to talk to people. I don't think if people t- if people accept that he's a pacifist and they want to knock him. Oh, he won't use nuclear weapons. All this kind of stuff. Then. It's not a hard, it's not a, like a, a complicated thought process to, to, to understand that he's going to want to talk to people to try and solve issues first. So if he's saying he wants to talk to Hamas in order to solve a problem, if he's saying he wants to talk to anyone of that ilk to solve a problem, even if he said he wants to sit down with the pe- with, with ISIS to help, that's not actually, you may disagree with it, mm. you may think it's stupid and you have the right to, but if you understand that he's a pacifist, it's not a hard yeah to but understand to be honest that that whole thing i mean they do it a lot in the states as well and whatever but that whole thing of oh you don't agree with that person's ideology so you should you know refuse this like we had the whole thing about oh we shouldn't let trump come here and visit us yeah, because we don't yeah. like him and i'm Silly. like if if me and you don't see eye to eye and i say well i'm not going to fucking speak to you it there's no there's no moving forward there's right there's no like reasonable discourse yeah. we can't talk it out you're not going to be completely wrong I'm not going to be completely wrong. You're not going to be completely right. I'm not going to be... There's some middle ground yeah. that we could find. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? We might not even fucking find it. Yeah. But at least, maybe in that process, we can go, do you know what? We agree to disagree. Yeah. Instead of me just going, nah, you're a prick. Yeah. I don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, call me a prick. Well, I don't fucking talk to Geneva. And that's it. You're just putting exactly. up walls. Exactly. And, you know, that kind of mentality turns us into just a world of people with fucking high walls high fences nuclear mm-hmm. weapons armies and we're just showing off how big our dicks are that yeah. we actually really don't want to use yeah yeah um see so yeah. <laughs> but the um yeah it was weird because that was the first conversation i had with the guy mm. probably like I've, I've met him and then maybe half a dozen times yeah um and i've never really spoken to him but i've always been oh he seems like a nice bloke yeah and yeah. it's weird because even though I, I don't agree with pretty much anything he said i'm still like Seems like a nice blow though. But that's the thing. I think ultimately that's the thing. Like me, me and one of my, one of my um, very good friends um, have completely different, and we we debate about it almost every day. Um, completely different uh, under like beliefs in how the country, like in, in politics, basically. Yeah. Um, but we'll be together and and we'll we'll have jokes. We'll do whatever, play badminton, and just get on like normal. Like, I don't think, because I think that's all, that's one of the things. People almost start digging their feet in, like, I represent this camp, those people over there are this, and the same vice versa, which goes back to what I wanted to say, because one of the things I've, I've noticed a lot is a lot of people very quickly say, like, have, have, a, have a, this kind of predetermined view on a Tory voter. Um, Tories are only for the rich Tories are this Tories don't think about someone and earlier you said you majority of the time or you lean more towards that that way so I was just going to ask why are you a Tory voter so if you first off like for people who who, who listen obviously they would they would uh, listen regularly they would know your background but could you just sort of Oh, what I feel like I'm interviewing you now. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, sort of, work background. Yeah, yeah. So just sort of talk about background, family background, and then and then All right. attach that with being a sort of Tory. All right. So uh, I grew up in like a very poor family. Uh, benefits were there. 
Uh, my dad was working mostly like off the books when he was working and doing dodgy shit here and there, whatever he could do to make money. Um, See, so yeah, I, I grew up poor as shit, like eating the same food for five days in a row. Like my mum would make a fucking huge tray of corned beef hash and that was lunch and dinner like all week. Um, and then weirdly enough, like I, my, my dad was actually a, like a conservative voter as well. Despite like Labour, it seemed based on the way he would talk about them, were kind of more likely to look after him if he wasn't working. Um, but yeah, so uh, growing up, I kind of I looked at my parents and they're uh, kind of leaning on the state, and I didn't like it. And I I, I was like I don't I don't want to rely on mm. the state for anything. Yeah, I want to be self sufficient. Yeah. Um, and whilst it's good that there is a system there for people that aren't able to do that for whatever means, um, I, I just didn't want any fucking part of it. Yeah. I, like for me, it grossed me out. Right. And then started working. My first couple of jobs were all like, I don't want to say menial jobs because they weren't necessarily menial. Some of them were all right. Like um, I was the youngest relief manager for the biggest brewery in the world at right. 18. Um, but... But yeah, and then I went off and I sold kitchens in B and Q for like four or five years. Uh, so I saw like I saw how how builders are affected by the economy. Like this was um, during the financial crisis, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. Like you, it's weird because you actually see uh, a crash coming through trades. Right. Generally, and and even my dad, I remember speaking to my dad like three, four years before the like that big economic crash at the end of the um, late two thousands. Um, my dad was saying from like 2005 he's like watch this shit's gonna hit the fan hard and I'm like how do you know how do you know and he's like I'm, I'm seeing it I'm just seeing it and like the amount of building work that's going on and people are building these uh, office blocks and there's fucking no companies to move into them wow. they're just building these empty office blocks for what so you're, you're borrowing money and you're not getting any income off it those loans are gonna default um, and my dad knew fuck all about economics really but he just saw yeah, that yeah anyway then I got a job working for Lloyds Banking Group uh, as a financial advisor, purely based on the fact that I had a good sales record. I knew fuck all about economics, but the guy that trained me, sorry for cracking my knuckles, that's making an annoying noise, but I had to do it. Uh, the guy that trained me was actually um, an advisor to the Treasury. Okay. Um, an avid Tory voter. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, just the, the process of him telling me how uh, like macroeconomic and uh, like government fiscal policy and mm. the treasury, all this kind of shit that, that I got given over the space of uh, it was about a, nearly a year's worth of training to do this job and they spent I was thinking it was about 60 to 80 grand training me to to like to know all of this stuff um, and by the end of it I was like why does anyone ever vote fucking Labour and that was me okay. and that was me just like I just had this thing like I felt looking at it that my reasons for wanting to vote Labour were always that I saw Tories as a bunch of toffs and then I was like well the people that I speak to they also say that like oh they're all a bunch of fucking eating boys yeah and they're all a bunch of nonces this and that and this and that and then I'm like do you really want the guy running the country to, to have gone to school to like burn him up <laughs> and got like four GCSEs because really, if if they're going to go anywhere, I'd prefer if they were Etonians and, you know, graduates from Oxford and Cam Cambridge and all that stuff. Yeah. 
I would much rather that than, you know, they went to night school to get a fucking <laughs> an NVQ. And they went, right, that's it. I've, I've figured it out. I'm running for government. Um, so, yeah, I mean, gen- and generally, like, I would tend to say that it's their, the Tories, like, um, their economic policies that I tend to more agree with. It's their, uh, the way that they look at um, benefit system, like, that. They generally they they come in and they start cutting benefits left right and centre, which it it can be seen really harsh. Like if you're if you're a person with empathy, you're like, well, you know, you're you're taking people that are in need mm. and cutting off their supply of money, which is what what they're in need of. Right. But I feel like our system gets abused, um, and, and it's just not well run. We've had this conversation as well before we, about how how government is shit at running things. Yeah, well. yeah. I mean. Uh, the, the, the 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 abuse in the benefit system is 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 um is a small fraction of the overall benefits system. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, the like recently, the Tory government have done some very harsh things in terms of like one of the thing, worst things I think is the policy they've changed around um uh um disability allowances and such, and making people who are disabled having to prove it and. While I understand it to an extent, like some of the ways they've gone about it is um, is is quite harsh. Um, I was going to say like, but like other than the fiscal stuff, what else is it that 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 kind of makes you vote Tory? To be honest, yeah, that's that's where I hang my hat. Okay, like there's there's nothing in particular. Like if if I look at the last couple of Tory leaders, mm. I'm not impressed. Well, um, to tell the truth, I'm, I'm, I, I, I quite like David Cameron. I think he was quite centrist. He was, if you think as well, like he was, he was almost chosen in order. Don't get me wrong, oh, the whole Brexit thing, but he was almost chosen in order to be able to defeat Tony Blair. Yeah, but he didn't need so, to because because um, he what's his name? Gordon Brown. Uh, Gordon, Brown yeah. Gordon Brown. But remember, he was in power before. He was the opposition leader during the end of Tony Blair's uh, years. And then oh, he, Cameron was. Cameron was. Yeah, yeah. Beat. Um, but he beat Gordon Brown. Gordon he Brown. didn't re- beat, and that's the thing, right? People, I don't think he would have beat Tony Blair. Let me let me tell you this, right? Yeah. Tony Blair is the suavest motherfucker you ever seen in your yeah. life. Yeah. This guy went and started an illegal war, right? Mm. <laughs> was party to like the biggest fuck up in our financial history, even though he, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, it was a global yeah. financial crisis. Yeah. It wasn't caused by the UK government, but there were things that could have been done at the time to help stabilise us a little mm. bit i.e. put restrictions on councils from sending hundreds of millions of pounds to Icelandic banks, yeah, yeah. for example, which we knew was a dumb move. Uh, I think Slough Borough Council lost about 40 million or something to Icelandic banks. Yeah. Dickheads. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so it, he was like, he was fucked, right? Yeah. But just before he was going to get fucked, he went, you know what? Let me play the victim here. And he just, like, the public all went, Oh, Gordon's bullying you. <laughs> oh, you poor boy. And then, like, he stepped out, and then Gordon took over, and we're like, Gordon, you <laughs> bastards. How could you? Tony was such a nice bloke. Yeah. Fuck off out of office. We'll get the Tories in. We don't trust you, Gordon. And like, that was pretty much how it played yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And it was weird because, like, oh, I don't know if you remember, like, when the Tories came in, there was that whole thing going around of um, the. I can't remember who it was at the time, but it was a uh, the, uh, minister of finance walked into like whatever office, and there was like a note on the yeah, desk yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. "There's no money." So that was ah, what's his name? Because he's now the 
editor-in-chief at the Evening Standard. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember his name now. Fuck. I'm going to I'm gonna have to young Jamie it. Look that shit up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... Ah, uh, man. It, there, there's a lot of shit that goes on. Yeah. Um, that we get, like, we get to see this, like, played-out version of it. Yeah, yeah. So well, my thing with my thing with my thing with Labour George fucking Osborne George, yeah George Osborne yeah my him, thing him and Donny Osborne a bunch <laughs> of Osborns <laughs> the Green Goblin's name was Osborne as well um, my thing my one of my things is like I think self sufficiency going back to what you're saying similar thing growing up and then not wanting you know growing up and wanting to be self sufficient not wanting to rely on benefits as you said but some people are in a situation where they don't. Have are, are able to they're not as able to have as much control over that mm. um, so my thing is so yeah so Labour seem to uh, offer better support for those people yeah. my thing with it is what's your end game what's your end goal surely the Labour's end goal is to get those people to be self-sufficient should be this is what I mean so it's almost like surely in a roundabout kind of weird way Labour should be trying to push people to be Tories if even from the point of view where everyone's saying oh Tories are just for the rich Tories are just the rich isn't that where you want to be in life no Don't, well it's not because we have this weird thing it's not just in Britain either it's yeah. everywhere else you look at rich people and you go fucking wanker look at him he got so rich that's just hate so rich yeah. you don't need to be that fucking rich and it, really true, what they should yeah. do is go Look how hard he worked. Yeah. You don't need to work that hard. Yeah. I mean, how hard is he fucking working? Yeah, he yeah. must be working eighty hours a week. So I've looked at the I've looked at the I've looked at the sort of high level manifestos, and from what I came away with was, I'm not really, I'm in a situation luckily where I don't really need to rely on the government. Denny's phone's going off for like the fourth time since <laughs> we started recording. It's, it's his it's his new roommate. It is, <laughs> it is actually. Oh yes. It, it should be like I can answer it. Um, so 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 I was just looking at like yeah, looking at Labour's thing, and I was leaning more towards that, thinking they're looking at um, if like if if if, it, if it's not going to benefit me, then I need to look at other people that are going to need help, right? So mm. I'm looking at their manifesto. It looks like Labour look like they're they're going to help people. So I'm like, okay, I don't need to worry about me. I'm going to vote for what's going to help other people who do need it more. So at the moment, I'm leaning more towards that way. But again, I was discussing with a friend and I was like, this is the reason that Labour pissed me off uh, since Ed Miliband. Mm. When they start talking about anyone who's earning over a certain amount, and I'm not saying I do, as as almost like they're evil. Almost like when they start saying the hard-working man who's having to pay more taxes. And they, no, there's people in PAYE who are paying taxes or earning over the eight grand that they're talking about. Yeah. Like, they're hard-working people. There's people who have started their own businesses and who are putting in 100 hours, 80 hours a week who are hard-working people. So I almost was reading it and listening to Jeremy McCormick and I got that same feeling, but because I'm not trying to take it personal, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and ignore it this time. But it's I almost feel like... He's he's got a beef with me. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's like it's like oh, you're doing or or, or people who are doing or earning above this amount or doing this. Like you're you're the you're the you're you're evil. You're you're not paying your fair share of taxes. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And everyone who who isn't um, and is earning lower lower uh, wages or whatever 
are super work hard working. Like that's like hard working stops a, a certain uh, uh, earnings cap type mm. thing. And it's that it's like you're supposed to be a government. Talk to everyone. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, I think. Um, I think my. Uh, I do agree with what you're saying. Like there is this weird thing that comes out of labour of. You know, oh, the the rich need to pay their fair share of taxes, and their idea of who the rich is is like the upper end of working class. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it's like well, you're not you're not rich if you're upper end of working class. Like, I don't know if, if I said it on air before, and I think I probably didn't. I think I said it to to Sue and she was here about um my my first experience of going fuck tax mm. was my first time I got paid a bonus when I yeah, worked for the bank. Yeah. Mm. And um, I got paid fifteen grand for a month, right? Which you know, that's that's good money, no, right? Boy, if you're assuming I was going to earn that every month, which you, you know, it was a bonus. I I did get monthly bonuses, yeah. But and and I, I was good at my job, yeah. But um, but obviously I wasn't. Ex- so bear, bear this in mind, right? Okay, I'm trying to justify the money. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. When I was working at B and Q, fucking totally scum. <laughs> when I was working at B and Q, I was taking home like twelve, thirteen hundred pound a month here. Yeah. Then I step up into the bank, and I'm taking home. It's not stepping up. You're not a hard worker. <laughs> you're earning that much money. We just <laughs> right. I was earning. I was earning like double that and a bit. Yeah. And and then I was like, right, first first time I got. I had no idea how much I was going to get paid as bonus. Mm. I knew I smashed my target like three hundred percent of target. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get paid good. I don't know what I'll get paid, but I'll get paid good. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, I was on the bottom tier for for pay as well. Like my salary is a bottom tier pay. If I was on like let's say tier four, um, my salary would have been nearly double. The target was nearly double, but I'd have still done one hundred and fifty percent of target. And I would have earned probably about 45 grand in bonuses. Now, anyone listening would be like, you don't need 45 grand in bonuses, right? That's a prick. Like, fuck you. Yeah. They can only afford to pay me 45 grand in bonuses because I've made them 450,000 pounds. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? So they give me a fraction of their profit to say thank you for doing all this work for us, Mm. little man, right? So bear in mind, I made them as much money that... They would have been, if I was on a higher tier pay, they'd have given me 45 grand. Yeah. I wasn't on a higher tier pay. They're like, ha we only give you 15, little man. Yeah. Right? So I got 15 grand. And it's like, yeah, prick, only 15 grand a month. I didn't make 15 grand a month. I took home less than seven. Yeah. After the time I'd paid my tax, my national insurance, my pension contributions, I, I took home less than seven... So I looked at my, my net pay yeah. and I was like, I cannot tell you then how fucking happy I yeah, was. Yeah. I'm telling like, bearing in mind, as you hear that, remember 10 minutes ago, I was telling you, I fucking grew up eating the same food five days a week. I didn't know that radiators got hot until I was about 11. <laughs> I went to my mate's house. I'm, I swear down, bro. Right. We had garden furniture in indoors, right? Because we found it somewhere and it was like wicker. We had like a wicker sofa in our living room. My dad used to fucking rob phone boxes. That's how brass we were. <laughs> I got paid 15 Gs my first week yeah. of getting bonuses. I was so happy until I looked at my net pay. And I I can't tell you how disappointed I was. And and it's you should not be disappointed with earning six grand in a month. Yeah. You shouldn't. Yeah. That's 
fucking amazing. Yeah. For for me to have earned six grand a month, I, sh- I should have just been over the moon. Mm. Then I'm sitting there going, I did all that hard work, and you took half of it away from me. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, it was it was a little bit less than half because obviously part of that's my national insurance yeah. or my pension contributions. Yeah. But let's just say, I earned fifteen grand. Five grand went to tax. Mm. I get that we have government services. Mm-hmm. I don't use any of them. Mm-hmm. I don't use any of them because I don't want to benefit from the system. Yeah. If I get sick, generally speaking, I just get sick, I'd deal with it. If it was something serious, I'd pay and go private. Right. And it's not that I don't trust the NHS, even though, to be honest, they've nearly killed me twice. Fuck them. Right? <laughs> it's, it's because I'd, I'd rather just not be a burden on the system. It's already as overloaded as it, as it can take anyway. And I like the NHS, so if I can do anything to alleviate the stress in it, cool. Yeah. I will. I can afford to to not have to, you know, use yeah, this. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I had a little rant there, bro. I'm sorry. But, yeah, fuck taxes. <laughs> See, my thing is more, I don't mind paying taxes, right? You never pay seven grand a month. <laughs> wow. Well, I, don't mind, I don't mind paying taxes so much. I hate seeing my hard, hard-earned money wasted. Yeah. With how the government spend it, their inefficiencies, their non-chem because they're not making, they don't need to do anything to make that money. All they need to do is, we've just signed a new law that you have to pay this, or there's consequences. You yeah. have to give us this, or there's consequences. That's how they make their money. So there's no, so they can be so frib, not, that's not even the right word, so careless with that money because they're guaranteed the following month they're going to get a whole lot more. So they can just reset if anything goes wrong. They waste so much money and that's what pisses me off. Yeah. And that's what um, frustrates me with having to pay tax. Yeah. It's not even, it's not the, the fact of having to pay it, it's just how badly it, it's used. There's yeah. this really interesting program called... Um, Patriot Act on Netflix and the latest episode or last week's episode was um, they were talking about billionaires and basically how they can push laws through and um, basically the way Bill they was talking to Bill Gates and they said he's the best of them and they were saying the way he was the way he was talking basically they they gave an example of something that he wanted for schools reforms in the Washington State here we are Mm. and for whatever reason it got um turned down so he was just able to pay for lobbyists pay for this pay for that until eventually he got it he, it was able to get Bill it Gates managed to get the law changed that he could import car this is what I'm saying that's how much of a baller Bill yeah, Gates is yeah yeah he wanted so what, a Porsche uh, I, I think it's an RSR or something yeah. and it wasn't released in America so it didn't meet American emission standards whatever yeah. and there was a, a, a law that said you can only import cars that are like over 25 years old right. he lobbied government to like make a change to that law so you can have like show cars yeah, yeah. that can only do like let's say 300 odd miles a year they have to be above a certain value yeah. which his car fitted all their boxes for and then he got it fucking brought yeah. over I'm like you are balling bro yeah. so this was this was one of the things but, they took, but, but it's funny because one of the complaints was it, it means that these few billionaires can effectively they're unelected and they get to make a lot of the rules mm-hmm. but then one of their things was like the government wastes so much money and this is also you know obviously they do all their philanthropy that word philanthropy and all of that philanthropy yeah and um so that so they're, so, so they're able, able to pick and choose where they want effectively their tax yeah they would spend yeah. exactly where they wanted to go but there's this really interesting comment where someone asked bill gates if he 
um, would get into politics or run for president, and he dismissed it like it was nothing. He was like, nah. You know, when you work in the field I do, when we do philanthropy, when we do this kind of stuff, like, there's a lot more ways to, to exert your power without um, having to, you know, be president. Um, it's, it's, it's eight years, and then the, the commentator was like, wow, Bill Gates is talking to the presidency like it's a temp job. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally, but it was just so impactful. But again, kind of digressed a bit. But again, it's just that thing with the whole, the whole, the whole tax um, side of things. It's like it, the money is wasted. I've worked, I don't even know what I'm allowed to talk about in certain things, but I've worked on projects where millions, hundreds of millions of pounds have been wasted and it has not been reported. Like, and I see that regularly and I'm just like, this is a joke. This yeah. is a joke. So that's my thing. It's nothing to do with there's 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 not enough accountability. And so, and do you know what? To that, there was a I think when we were talking the other week after, uh, I did say if there if there was a new uh, a new political party that that got started tomorrow, yeah, they if they just piloted themselves as full accountability, mm. they said we will account for every fucking penny that you pay us in tax. Mm. We'll tell you exactly where it goes. You'll be able to log in online and just see a list of this is how much we're spending on this, 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 yeah. this, this, this. And you click into it and see where that's money, that money is going in that. Yeah. Which is obviously it's a big project. Mm. Something maybe your company could do then yeah. for a small fee, a small, small seven-figure fee. Trust. Um, <laughs> the amount of even how much they get flipping ripped off. Right. That's the thing. Like I, I know a guy who subcontracts for a company that is subcontracting to a local council. Yeah. The local council could just employ someone, mm. could employ him to do the job, but instead they're paying three companies in effect. Yeah. And each of those companies are taking a cut, taking yeah. a cut, taking or putting their markup on, putting their markup. So the council's paying like double what they should yeah. be paying. I mean and they just don't they've got no idea. With 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 IT projects, um, it's a very it's like among the IT industry, it's like a very common thing that government will pay sometimes three three times the amount um, that public that private sector will pay for the exact same thing. And that's so bad when that's like common like a common yeah. thing. Like, oh, let's just try and get a government job because we can. We so can like all them. these big com- yeah all these big companies all the big whether it's the the, the big IT companies, um, they have departments that specifically are just trying to get government co- IT contracts. Mm. And oh mate, talking about contracting, and contract to contracting happens all the time as well. It's like I don't again, I don't want to say names, but like one big company that you wouldn't even necessarily by what they're known for, you wouldn't even realise that they get involved in big IT projects. Um, a subcontract contract contracting out to another big IT company um, that are headquartered in India um, that have a massive presence here, and then they would then provide certain things and then they would contract out to smaller independent agencies and then they would go and get um, contractors in and then that was where I fit in. <laughs> that was where I came in and I'm like by the time I've unraveled this I'm like what the f- who am I actually working for yeah do you know what I mean it's it's a mess it's such yeah. a mess you shouldn't be allowed and the other thing is we uh we look at these companies like Starbucks, like Amazon, whoever, we go, oh, you know, those companies, they're all fucking evil as well. They don't care about people because they don't pay tax. Okay, cool. If anyone listening to this, 
When have you ever called up the inland revenue and said, listen, I know I owe a thousand pound taxes right now. Can I pay 1200? Yeah. Just like. And you know, you can actually do that. I'm sure you can. You can actually offer to pay more tax if you, if you, if you want to. Yeah. So no one has, I don't, I, 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 I doubt, I doubt anyone of yeah. sound mind has ever gone. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just give you some more money that you can fucking squander. Yeah. Just, just, just give you some more. Yeah. You know, you go just just go throw it for a fan, right? Whatever. That's basically so, what they do. Um, no, no one does that. You you pay what you're supposed to pay, and if the law says you pay X amount, then you're gonna pay X amount. Yeah. Um, if you really wanted to solve everything, like you could solve it so quick, and I, I say this openly all the time. You get rid of corporate the the current corporation tax rules, which is like thirty five percent of what's left. After you've you've had your money come in, you've paid all your outgoings, you've paid your shareholders, you've paid your dividends, mm. all your running costs, all your insurances, it's all gone out, and you go, all right, whatever I've got left, that's what I'll pay my tax on. Yeah. Because so many companies go, we have left a debt of X amount of millions. Mm. And then the other revenue goes, okay, we'll give you a rebate then. You've got a company that's worth hundreds of millions, and we're giving them money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Me and you, we work our ass off. We, you know, we do whatever we do, and we have to pay. And we have to like, I don't know about you, bro. But I have to pay my tax. I feels like I'm paying it in advance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Um. That I don't agree with. If you want a system that that works, is simple, is fair, it's easy to understand, it's easy to implement. Cool. You put a two percent tax on all net net profit or all net revenues that all companies take. Mm. So if I'm Starbucks. And I made 137 billion pounds, or well, it'd be million, let's say 137 million pounds in the UK this year. I've got to pay two percent of that yeah. out to out to the government straight. That's two percent. Yeah. If you're if you're a big company and you can't afford to skim two percent off your total, pro- you ain't fucking deserving mm. to be running. That's it. Yeah. Any company that goes, oh, you know, it's a bit unfair, it's a bit harsh. Eat a bowl of dicks, choke yeah. on them. It's no way. Yeah. Um. And it's, it's simple to implement. They can't dodge it. They can't get their way around it because it's whatever you've made in this country, you have to pay it in this country. It doesn't matter if you've got offshore holdings, offshore mm. this, offshore that. No, no, yeah. no, no. Thing is as well, all it will, all it will, all it will, all it will force them to do is just pay. <laughs> it will just simplify things. I'm going to say um, an example is you like some Amazon, you like some Netflix, all these tech companies that don't make a profit for sometimes like a decade. Yeah. Because... They they'll they'll be expanding, so there's never any money that's being made. Yeah. But as you said, it'll be like, well, you made two percent, and this is whatever you made in this country. Uh, we understand you have operations and spending, but you you pay tax on that. You just ex- expand ever so slightly slower. Yeah. Ever so, and you pay your money. Yeah. And bro, the, I was saying this the other week. There's a one of the coffee companies, coffee shop companies. Mm. They set up a sister company in another country. And they bought the cups yeah, off their yeah, sister company yeah, yeah. and they made a loss. Yeah. But their sister company that's based in another country made a huge profit yeah. because the tax system was more beneficial yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. We can't allow shit like that to fly. Yeah, yeah. Just can't. And this is the thing, right? People will people will think that's a very conservative thing. But that's whether it's been conservative, whether it's been Labour, like that's been allowed to happen. Yeah. Corbyn is saying that he's going to close these tax loopholes and stuff. The problem is, though, my my thing with my thing with Corbyn is, as I said, at the moment that's where I'm leaning. But one of my things is as well this whole thing of taxing the rich. 
um, it creates an imbalance because what do you do? Let's say, let's say, firstly, you discourage people, mm. right? Whether, you, whether, 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 um, there should be time limits on pretty much with it, with some exceptions, all benefits, unemployment benefit, whatever. I think there, there is already a, a time limit on unemployment. I'm not 100% sure how it all works. Uh, there but, was, there was when I was in the industry, obviously, I had to know about all the benefit systems yeah. for, for insurance, but it's been fucking years now. But, teaching people how to get kicked in the head. But what's 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 the um yeah um what was I saying? I don't know, bro. It's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, you said about taxing the rich. Yeah, yeah, taxing. Let's say, let's say for example, let's say for example, all the billionaires he's going on about, all the super millionaires decide to go live in a. You know what? F this. We're going to go and live somewhere else. We're going to arrange our shit slightly differently so we don't have to pay tax. What's he going to do? The whole plan falls flat. It's almost like it's almost like a system that is relying on the graciousness of people you don't think are gracious. Yeah. Which, again, to me, so today uh, I think the BBC done some fact checks on their figure of everyone saving, like the, the average person say, well, everyone being able to save six grand a year, or average family being able to save six grand a year, and it got ripped to shreds. Right. Um, I put a post up saying. Basically saying, for 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 a party that's promising so many new ideas, they're still playing the same old games. Like, just what's happened to honesty? Like, six, the figure of six thousand didn't need to be the figure of six thousand. You were still going to say, be saving people money. Do you know what I mean? But now, just like you're just chatting nonsense again. Yeah, it's I don't know. I find it frustrating. Yeah, stuff like that. It, it's it's hard. Like you kind of discredit yourself. That's uh, yeah before you even get started my so so my reason for personally feeling like i'm gonna vote labor even though i'm not a labor voter mm. and even i'll be honest bro i'm torn okay i might even just not bother about it i'll tell you i'll tell you why mm. people don't realize they go well every vote counts no it doesn't because we you vote based on your constituency so like if if you live in a town that is a stronghold for labor and yeah. like this yeah. one yeah you're gonna vote conservative. There's yeah. there's not a pissed chance, hope in hell, of Slough becoming conservative. It's just not gonna happen. So I can go out and vote conservative if I feel Do you like. Know it. Hayes is conservative. Where is that? Don't ask me how that, that happened. Mate, Sutton's Lib Dem, and I'm like, who the fuck votes for Lib Dems? <laughs> They're bound to lie in print. And, the, and this, we'll get onto the whole uh, scrapping uh, Brexit thing in a minute, but. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, so I might just not bother voting because I, I couldn't, I couldn't vote for a Labour government. Okay. In its current situation, and I've said this before, when they were talking about Chukaramuna mm. heading up Labour, and I think he was running like when they when they were discussing new candidates, yeah, yeah. and he was like the front runner from yeah. the get go, and then he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm pulling out. It's yeah. too much. And I was like, mate, you must be doing some pimp shit if, <laughs> if three days' worth of media coverage has put you off. Um, and they were like, yeah, we didn't realise how bad it was. Like, shut up, mate. This is the the British propaganda press machine. Like, we are on it. Yeah. Um, tabloid news is everywhere. So, um, so yeah, if I personally felt like if he was in charge of the Labour government, I was a lot more likely to vote for them. Yeah. Um, and it's it's only because Corbyn's own party seems to turn against him on the, the flip of yeah, the yeah, yeah. 
Um, saying he's his, a lot of his supporters are extreme. Well, I don't want to say extremists, but they're further to the left than we've been used to in this country for I don't know yeah. since the seventies. Because yeah, Blair was quite conservative. Yeah, he was. He was very cent- He was a lot more to the centre. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 not sure in terms of which way to vote, but I, there's certain things I don't like, and like I see it and I just think. I can't vote for that because I just don't agree with it. Can so, I? So the the whole the the meeting with the states that's all been redacted, it might be bullshit. But um, I see the way I see the way Boris Johnson like sniggers at things under his breath. I'll say one quick thing. Like, oh, I, I do not believe you. for a second, and I had this debate with my friend today. I did not believe for a second, and I hope people believe me. Although there's no enough there's no, reason, there's no, yeah. no reason to that Boris Johnson is going to go for an American style health system. This is the thing: in this country, we love a good headline. Yeah, yeah. There are so many different health systems in Europe. Never mind the rest of the world. There's no way we're going to go to from our style health system to the American style. There's so much in between. And part of the reason for that is, there's a couple of reasons why I say this. One, any party that does that... They're going to get booed out of office with a day. exactly. They will never recover. Secondly, Boris Johnson is so concerned with his legacy, with his own legacy, he doesn't want to be... That's not not how he wants to be remembered. Yeah. There are are places in Europe, for example, that provide... um, educate uh, uh, free healthcare for the elderly for, for the critical ill and for the most vulnerable in society and then everyone else has to has to pay into government regulated health insurance plans and that's how they they pay for theirs it's like basically if you can afford health insurance you you have to pay for it there's loads of other things in between ultimately the nhs is a is in its current form is something from what was in the 40s yeah. an idea from the 40s that isn't fit for purpose it does need some kind of reform um yeah. but yeah for people who think oh he's going he's going to he's going to they're going to americanize our, no, it's, it's not going to happen i don't think it's going to get americanized but i do think there there will be some element of it that gets so so, so you know like we so they can continue with the privatization in its current form, how it's happening at the moment. So front yeah. of desk is is um, free. Yeah. But if you know what's going on in the background, there are companies involved making like for example, Serco providing cleaners. Like um, you know, like even some of our GPs being privatised and the government paying them rather than the government actually employing the people themselves. Yeah. So there is a lot of that that I do think is quite backhanded. It's still a form of privatisation, but, but it's this- very different to people believing, oh, we're going to go to this American system. Even this, bruv. I go to a hospital, I'm mm. there for three hours, I've got to pay £10 for parking. That's ridiculous. And and, and the hospitals don't get that money. They That's a private company. That's why, why should why should some private company benefit from something exactly. that's set up for exactly. yeah. Paid for by the taxpayer. The fucking hospital was built with taxpayers' money. Yeah. yeah. Like, the fact that, I swear, like, if we actually had a bit of backbone as yeah, a nation, yeah. Yeah. we'd go, do you know what? None of us are fucking paying for parking in yeah. hospitals. Send us all the fines you want. Yeah. You have to take every car driving person that visits a hospital in the UK to court 
to try and get that money and we'll all tell you to go get fucked. Yeah. Do you want to know the worst? I've seen the madness. Don't make me mad, bruv. I'm already not going to There are doctors who have, doctors have to pay for their own yeah. parking there. It happens. It happens. It's crazy. So there was an incident, I can't remember when it was, uh, but I know it was in New York years ago. The price for, for like a, a subway ticket or a rail card, whatever mm. it kind of was, for a day or for a week, it went up by like two cents. Right? That day, something like 60,000 New Yorkers just did not go to work. <laughs> they turned up train station, went to buy the tickets and went, fuck that, you're up in the prices. I ain't going to work. Whoa. I just ain't going to... Like, I feel like one person went, are we really fucking paying this? Are we really going to up the prices? We're going to just pay more for nothing. Like, the service is shit. Are we really going to do this? And then I feel like a bunch of other Americans went, yeah, man, right on. Yeah, <laughs> fuck this system, man. Let's go home and drink beer. I was going to say, actually, um, today, um, uh, in France, there was some crazy protests and there's strikes going on. Okay. And it was like some, I think it was close to like 90% of public sector, those public services were like out of commission due to these strikes. Damn, boy. And it just made me think, we're really shit at striking and, and protesting in this country. We're so nice. We are really, really shit at it. We just too nice, bro. We like, yeah, yeah. We're not happy. What yeah. do we want? Uh, well, we would like a few things, really. <laughs> Where do we want it? Um, well, we're not too too like keen on giving you a ahead. deadline, but we just know we're not happy with it as it yeah. is. Like we're just we're just shit. Mm. I feel like um, I, f- I feel like what we need in terms of like, government, we need we need some young yeah intellectual people yeah. to step up yeah. and go. Do you know what? I think you need to pay more to get it. When I you say pay do. more, I think this is one. I think the problems with with government is, and people may laugh at this, is they ain't getting paid enough. Is they don't attract people who want money. Fuck you, Denny. No, listen, 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 listen. I'm going to tear this one down. Go okay, on. this is why. This is why. This is one of my things on it, right? Getting like about eighty grand a year plus expenses. Yeah. It's a good. I'm not saying by any means it's not a lot. Of course. Right. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a lot, it's a lot it's of money. Lot. It's not like, in London. No, but it, let's just say compared to the average person, it's oh. a lot of money, oh. right? Not compared but, to Denny. But yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but the problem is when you're looking at the top most, like a surgeon, super, super, super smart person. Yeah. All of those people, their career path can take them to way beyond that. So all the smartest people, whether they're going into tech, whether they're going into law, whether they're going into if they're just horrible and think whether they're going to financing or oil like if they're just horrible and want money not so you want those people but the highest paid jobs generally attract the brightest and the smartest yeah so so if you're not offering that in politics and no path to do it what are you going to attract okay. you're going to attract people who want power and that's what i think one of the big problems is yeah but yeah go on how many politicians have second jobs? Quite a few. Like 70% of MPs okay. have second jobs. Yeah. Most of those second jobs pay more than their, yeah. their tenureship as MPs. Yeah. They're mm. earning fucking silly money. I think Boris Johnson described, he was getting paid like a quarter of a million pounds yeah, a year yeah. as a consultancy. Yeah. He described it as chicken feed. This is my point. This is my exact right. point. He's getting, they, these guys, you're like, oh, it doesn't attract, these people no. know Here's the thing, Danny, right? I know, okay, I know. Yeah. If I'm the Minister for Finance, yeah. 
I'm going to have all these guys come and chatting to me yeah. from the big banks. Right. They're going to say, listen, Lewis, it's we power. really don't want the rules to change as they are. Right. Okay? So all we're saying. And we hope you have a successful career in politics. But yeah. you know what? If anything should go wrong and you should be looking elsewhere. Yeah. We You've looked after us. Exactly. And we're going to look after you. Right, right. So these guys, they, you're saying it doesn't attract the money jobs. It's a long game. No, it's a long listen, game listen, listen. Hold up. You might decide you want to earn a quarter of a million pound a year now. Right. That's cool. Right. You could do that. Mm. MP, works as an MP for five, ten years. Yeah. Earning a quarter of a million pounds still because he's getting paid 80 grand from the government and he's doing this consultancy job on the side and another 150. Right. And then after that, he's getting paid to sit on the board as an executive. Yeah. Not doing any fucking work. Yeah. Getting paid another quarter of a million pound a year to, to live that live compare easy. to being... That, that's still not... Com- Really, but okay, if you if you were, if you were it's paying, so easy to do it though, Denny. It's all right, like, fair enough. But if you if you think of the people like, for example, there's me going. It's easy, like I could do it. If you look at if you look at a lot of the people who are doing that and they're taking those 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 positions and and things like that, they already come for money. They've already got that that that. Um, they could already be in. Like money's not as the most the most important factor. There's yeah. not the drive the, the 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 drive for financial gain as there would be with say someone who goes into other industries or could just follow a career path that's going to lead them that they know they're going to be comfortable with. That I mean, it's not foolproof clearly, but I do think if there was if there was like a a, a higher if you could attract if there, there was a way to attract. A wider pool of people into politics, I think um, it would improve things. And I think have been having having things more financial, basically it being more financially rewarding would right. attract a lot of people. I think let's it, say for example, let's say for example, a head teacher who can earn a hundred plus grand, obviously over the course of a long career, um, like some yeah, like someone like that. Do you know what I mean? Even after they retire, then going into it or just having yeah. better opportunities. I don't know. Basically, I would, again, full accountability party, right? Mm. And the full accountability party, when they when they come in, is they would say, listen, we want the country to be run by the best people, right? Yeah. And we want it. And if you look at the, the, the historical record of our leaders, yeah, inflation goes up. Mm. It, slow, it, it might speed up sometimes. It might slow down. But it's still going up. We don't have deflation, we don't have disinflation. The, the the cost of living does nothing but increase. Okay. Government debt does nothing but increase. GDP it goes up, it goes down. You know, it's 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 hovering. If we get in power, mm. we'll account for all of your spending and we'll make sure that when we leave office, national debt will be down, employment will be up. Government spending will be on par or better, even more or less, whatever. Um, and uh, un- yeah, unemployment will be low, GDP will be up, inflation will be low, or even we'll, we'll run it. Hopefully, we'll be in a state of deinflation, and uh, and yeah, like the the country will be fucking amazing. And if we do that, the guy who's in charge, our PM, uh-huh. will be given a hundred million pound bonus. Yeah. Right? You would attract some of the best if CEOs. If we don't do it, if we don't do mm-hmm. it, the guy in charge won't get anything. He'll just get his normal salary the same way every other prime minister gets. Yeah. 
And people go, oh, you're going to give him 100 million pounds? Go, look what he's going to do for our country. Yeah. He's going to bring us hundreds okay, yeah, of billions. Yeah. That's the kind of, I guess I that explains that. it better. That's I would vote saying. for that. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's the kind of thing I mean, maybe it wasn't explained so much. Like, to, if you want to attract the best people, make it like, I, you, I, I reckon you could go to go to almost any person on the street and say Richard Branson or Boris Johnson, and they'd all say Richard Branson. But Richard Branson wouldn't take that job. Yeah, do you see what I mean? It's not enough money for him. It's 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 it's, 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 it's just scratch. not. Yeah, it's not rewarding enough. If you could, maybe the way you just said it is 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 a better way to explain it. That like if there was something. And it's not necessarily something that you would want to be attached to financial reward because they should be doing it for the benefit of the country. But clearly, decades, centuries, millennia of history tells us that <laughs> none of them are good at it when you yeah. just leave it to that criteria. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. well, I don't know. If you imagine, if you imagine like that is, we, we as a nation got behind that and said, yeah, we're good with that. If the guy who brings us billions mm. if not hundreds of billions of pounds worth of increase in revenue but more jobs you know reduced debt lower cost of living if he wants a hundred million pound bonus we're good with that yeah if you pitch that to someone mm. they said no there have to be some kind of dickhead I can't think of a way that... Average Joe thinks rich people are scum, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing as well. But, they, but when you ask them like, why are they scum, they go, well, they don't pay enough tax. But they pay more tax yeah, than you. Yeah, yeah. The top, the top, is it something like the top 1% pay 37% of tax? They pay more tax? Yeah. yeah that, we're that, fucking them. Yeah. And we're going, no, no, we want to fuck you harder because you're still richer than us. Yeah. And we, we should know, like, if there's that old, there's that old one of um, the professor... The university professor tells the students, rather than getting individual grades, they'll be marked as a class. Right? Right. The first year, everyone studies really hard. Right? Everyone works their ass off. The class collectively gets a B minus. Okay? Some people are naturally smarter than others. Some people are able to get the A stars, but not everyone's able to do it. Yeah. The second year, the people that got the B minus, they go, I'm not even that fucking smart. I managed to get a B minus. Never got B minus before in my life. It's fucking amazing. Cool. They're not going to work any harder. Yeah, true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The people that got the 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 people that are like genius, like next level, and study their ass off. Yeah. They're going to be gutted. They got a B minus. Do you know? What? Fuck this. I'm not going to work my ass off so I can get a B minus. I'll I'll do it, but I'm not. Gonna... The next year, the whole class gets a C minus. Then you got the smart people getting even more pissed off. The, the people that aren't as intelligent aren't as naturally inclined to try and push themselves to strive to do better mm. they're like fuck this as well I'm not gonna if even with all these smart people on board we can only get a C minus what's the point of me even trying mm. the next year the whole class fails that's essentially what communism is yeah. that's essentially like what you do when you yeah. try and penalise people yeah. for being successful yeah it's just it doesn't work yeah this is the thing and this is this is that that for me is is uh so so this is one of my other things i think we've had we've had what 10 years of Tory now yeah so and let's fuck them off yeah <laughs> they've started no don't look you think they started with cameron yeah who was pretty centrist yeah and they've started getting more and more to the right and that right. pendulum's kind of swung a bit too far i think yeah. you've got the likes of pretty patel 
as home office saying some crazy ass shit. Yeah, yeah. It's gone a bit too right wing, so I feel like, you know what? I think we need someone to just slightly, just to correct things a little bit, just bring things back into the centre, get things swinging the other way. Um, maybe just five years. This Corbyn, this, this, these, these people who are following Corbyn are a bit extreme, right? We don't want to give them too long in power. Mm. Because they, they, they're going to take things too far to the left. But we need them in power just to correct what these Tories have done. That's kind of how I'm thinking of things. Yeah. But it's still a gamble. <laughs> yeah, especially with Diane Abbott. <laughs> she gets a lot of stick, man. I feel so for her. Did you hear about her son the other day? No, what happened? He got arrested what for spitting and attacking a police officer. Yeah, in the cabinet office. They arrested no, him. Yeah, in the cabinet, in the office. cabinet office. Dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I reckon I, I felt like do you know what? let's just be clear though yeah if that was a Tory MP mm. he'd be handing his notice today Diane Abbott would be like I didn't do it yeah it's my son yeah he's a grown man what do you yeah. want me to do I'm assuming he's a grown man yeah 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 he's he's 20 and I was wondering as well like is this the same kid who I don't know how many kids she's got but is this the same kid there was that kind of controversy over many years ago because she was um like State one, state one, state one, state one, Labour, 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 state one, state one, state one, and, and sent their kid to a private school. school. <laughs> yeah. So that caused a bit of controversy as well. I remember that, I remember that. But that's, so, uh, Labour's problem is that they have some very polarising figures. Don't get me wrong, the Tories have them as well, but it's, it's hard because when the, the, pol- the polarising figures in Labour I generally see seem to see as like they're they're just fucking stupid. Like I see Diane Abbott as quite stupid. I'm sure she's not. Yeah. She, she's just not a good public speaker. She, yeah, that's, that's what that's I think. Thing, right? I don't. I my problem. This is this is what I think. This is what I think. This is what I think. The problem with the left is, and I think when you get extreme left, I think it gets a bit dangerous. It's too ideological. It's beliefs. Whereas a lot of the time, like people on the right, not extreme right, that goes into another ball game. Said it's more stupid. It's like you can have a conversation with them and explain to them why you're a dickhead. Whereas on the left, you can't because that's what they believe. It's almost like extremists with religion. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what you say. They'll whether they whether they 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 you know do you know do you know what I mean like yeah yeah well that's just the right that's just being like it's these it's these beliefs that you can't really argue with and that's what I find with the likes of Tom McDonald is it Tom McDonald believe so um and and some of the other people that that um are in Labour at the moment and it's just like you 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 can't and that it, it's even it's similar to the whole communism thing it's a it, it's almost a belief like. It's quite easy to for, for to see what how it's how it's not going to work. I always just it's like I was having a conversation with someone recently about it, and I was just saying like, if if you're taller than someone, you can pick more apples from the tree. Like, eventually, like it's going to have a but you're equal to the short person. Yeah, but you can't be because if you fall sick, more people are going to be affected because as many apples aren't going to be picked. So straight away, there's some imbalance. You can try and force it in there. And say no, he's still equal. But the fact of the matter is, if he has to take a day off, it's a bigger impact. You know, yeah, pay him the same, do whatever. The impact is still different. So it's I don't know. Anyway, as I said, I think on the left, it tends to be this belief that that makes it makes people at the moment. I think in the current climate, 
more fanatical. Yeah. Whereas on the right, when we talk about extreme right, we start going into racism and stuff. We just know that's that's you're a dickhead. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? There's not much to argue. No one's going to give you attention. No one's going to think it's 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 easy to kind of deal with. Yeah. In that respect, whereas when when people have these ideological ideas that it's I don't know, I don't know. It's 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 a tough one. Yeah. It's very... mm. Okay. So uh, before we start recording, you're talking about a conversation you had uh, with someone about. Uh, Johnson yeah not my Johnson <laughs> yeah um, so uh, and you're talking about how obviously he done a shit job as foreign secretary yes yes so I was speaking to someone and they were basically saying with regards to Boris Johnson if he wins this general election basically we, we saw him as foreign foreign uh, secretary and that's an example of what he's going to be like as uh, Prime Minister, basically, shit. Mm. And not to say I was disagreeing or not disagreeing, my point was, okay, you're taking a stint here that's for six months and basing it, like you're choosing, you're picking and choosing what aspect of his political career you want to base it on to to suit, again, your sort of beliefs. I could turn around and counter that with, he had a, what seen as a pretty successful stint for eight years as the the mayor of London. So why would you pick that as a representation rather than that? And how would you then argue six months worth or however long it was I would against? Then, I would then ask, eight what, years. what did he do that was that great as mayor of London? As mayor of London. Yeah. Okay. Because he asked the same thing. So I, well, this is what I would say. The whole Olympics. So that was part of it. But what I would say is. As as um, as mayor of London, living there at the time, and this is not being a conservative voter, living there at the time, due to his public um, his the, the PR, how he is, his public uh, image, his proactiveness on things, which is to do with I, I believe partly his ego, him loving to be in front of the press, but I felt it uplifted London more so than the time during Ken Livingston, and more so now with Sadiq Khan. Just having someone who was who was visible, you used to see him riding his bike, you used to see him doing goofy stuff, you used to see him making a fool of himself, it lifted and and someone who was always re- always ready to um to to, to 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 put his voice across and his views across in defence of London and for London. Okay. Um, including fighting for more taxes, like a bigger share like London generates however much money, a bigger share of that. Um it just uplifted the general Feeling and spirit of being a Londoner. Do you think? Do you think? And Boris Bikes. If you could, went his. Yeah, I, I, if you just said Boris Bikes, you mean Ken Bikes? Yeah, but he just got his name to it. Okay, so so that we can't give him that. No, fuck you, Dan. Trying to sneak <laughs> that one in. Okay, how much do you think if you could buy mm. London as being uplifted? Yeah, you could say, right, I want London to be uplifted. Yeah. how much does it cost? I think I, I think it, I I think it was worth billions. You think it was worth billions? I think it was worth billions. In you terms think, of more productivity, in terms of hold just, on, yeah, you genuinely think because the mayor was like riding around on a bike, being a bit of like he a, had, a whimsical guy, yeah, yeah, right. It it made this is including the Olympics and the whole thing that, that done. I worked for the government during the time of the Olympics, and the stuff that he was getting involved in that the extra 
the the the. Um, but bear the, in mind, he's not responsible for us getting the Olympics. No, he's not. But he was still. He had to be the figurehead. He had to be the person arranging things. He was the main diplomat, so to speak. Yeah, he was arranging he, things. When you say he was arranging things, yeah, he didn't arrange fucking. Okay, all right, all right. Look, not him personally. What I'm saying, him being the face of it. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Right now, we've got Sadiq Khan. Right. Yeah. Now, as someone who is thinking about voting Labour, I think he's shit. He's okay. reactive. You only ever see him, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I only ever see him when it's bad news. Okay, I'd agree. It makes me feel it doesn't. It, in terms of when I feel what so now when I see Sadiq Khan, I think, oh, what the heck's happened? Okay. With Boris Johnson, it would be some silly thing in the morning. I'll pick up the paper and he's stuck on his zip line. <laughs> oh, he threatened someone about their parking or whatever, or some. Dickhead, he got into an argument who was on the moped or something. Oh, ha, 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 ha. And it just ever so slightly uplifts you. And or you're, you're almost, you're almost, it's, it's almost like a, uh, like a, like a, a comedy Instagram site, like a meme Instagram site you're going to go and look, look at. And it's just going to put a little smile on your face because there was a funny little thing. It's not huge, but over the course of his eight years, I think it added value, particularly um, especially during the Olympics and the stuff that he was he was doing around that and just him being that sort of public uh, public face. Okay. What about the um, the Garden Bridge? The Garden Bridge was something that was out of his control because it happened afterwards. No, it didn't happen. Afterwards. It did. No, he he put the boat he put the plans in motion, but the, yeah. the the decision to scrap it happened afterwards do you know why the, dis- the decision was made to scrap it wasn't it financial it just wasn't viable right loads of things aren't viable but yeah. it's one of those things you got to wait till it costs the taxpayer 53 million pounds before you decide it's not viable no not at all because that's what happened right so over the course of over the course of time mm. having like london needs more bridges i would have said and i think one of the big arguments is you need probably need more bridges to the to the east of london mm-hmm but London needs more bridges. Adding, adding, um, adding a throughput in terms of relieving traffic and stuff again. Fifty-three million. I, I it, yeah, over budget in terms of building it, but it would have been a, it would have been a massive benefit to there, London. There was not a physical thing purchased. Right. There was no, there was nothing. There was no materials. Okay. We didn't even get to the stage of like hiring a contractor. Right. Just planning. Right. Planning, going back. Planning, going back. But that's the same. But that's 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 fees. Right. That's every. That's UK wide though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I I I do think <coughs> Boris, because of his ego and him loving to attach his name to things, almost similarly yeah. to Trump, he probably would have he would have got, got it finished. Bridge. Yeah. He would have got it finished. Yeah. Yes. Probably way more expensive than another country would do it. Right. Um. But the fact that. It went over budget and anything else. That's just UK government through and through. We just spoke about that. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to go, well, that's just your government. Okay, so my thing with Boris here, just because I know it sounds like I just fucking hate him. Yeah. It's not that I hate him. Yeah. I know, I know for a fact he can't be trusted. But And I'll tell you why. Totally, but yeah. Let I me totally tell you why. Yeah, go on. There, I've got a couple of issues. Number one, I know someone who used to work for him. Yeah. And he is not the same person you see on yeah, TV. Yeah, right? totally agree. Anyone so, who's actually like spoken to him off camera, yeah. he's, he, this oafish kind of way that he carries himself. Yeah. Like, bop, 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 bop. yeah. That's not how he speaks. Right. But very this is going back to, right? remember, the, 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 the point was, how do you choose? Because him being mayor of London and his role and what we'd have to do. Made him more. And making that role a success. 
compared to um, him being a foreign, the, the, the foreign secretary, like how do you validate choosing that over another one with regards to judging his success as a prime minister moving forward? Okay. So I, I get you, I get you, but um, I, I don't even think it's necessarily about six. Like I get a little bit stuck when I'm going, okay, he could maybe say, oh, it's not my fault the bridge didn't get finished. Right. I'll, I'll be like, we can't just leave it at that, though. Like, there needs to be some kind of proper inquiry and go, whose fucking fault was it then? Yeah. £53 million pounds of our money is just fucking pissed in the wind. Yeah. Wait, where is that money gone? Fine, but my, I, I get what you're saying. That's not my only issue, though. Yeah. His personal behaviour yeah. is not right. Do you know how many kids he's got? Right, so, but isn't Hold that... Up. No, 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 I don't... He's, just, just, just he's no, never made it. But that's what I'm saying. Just, isn't, but aren't they better things to, to judge his character on? What? Yeah, I'll that's, just, Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So that would be a valid... That would be... They would be valid arguments okay. to me. Yeah, okay. go on, go on. So, so there, there's one, right? Yeah. How many kids this man got? I don't fucking know. No, don't know. Right. We, like, completely skimmed over this incident that happened earlier this year with his missus. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. Police my point got called is, out to a man's house. Yeah? yeah, my point isn't. That, let me just let me just add. My point isn't to defend him. My point is about picking and choosing yeah, arguments yeah. to sort to to, to, to to suit your agenda. To suit your agenda. Yeah. So, so just to run that story by, if if anyone forgot, which I'm sure most of us did, mm. because it got kind of swept under the carpet. Yeah, yeah. By a lot of the media companies that seem to want a Tory government. Yeah. Um, and that is that the police were called out to his house after his neighbour heard him having an argument with his missus, his neighbour knew that he'd get backlash for it, so he recorded what he heard. Mm. And then he didn't... I don't think the tapes got actually released, but there was a um, uh, transcript of it. Right? His his wife said, you're hurting me, get off... His girlfriend said, you're hurting me, get off me. So at some point, he put his hand on a a woman. I, as a man, cannot condone the actions of a a guy putting his hand on a woman, right? Yeah. Boris is not a little dude either, mm. right? So he's gripping up his, his, his missus. I can't, I can't, like, I can't vote for, for Corbyn, right, for other reasons. I know him gripping up his missus ain't going to be on there, yeah. right? He's a pumps, right? Yeah, yeah. His missus probably telling him what to do, like, <laughs> Jeremy, you've got no chance, no chance at all. And he's like, oh, for God's sake, I have to listen to this. She's like, what did you say? Oh, nothing, darling, nothing. I'm just going to go and wash the dishes, right? That, and that's one of my issues with, with Jez is he, he's like the complete opposite end of the spectrum. But even there was a, there was a thing last week, some, a, a Labour voter sent this to me. Mm. He was uh, on LBC being asked something about people having to sell their house to pay for care or something like that. Yeah. And as he was being questioned on it, he... Who was this? Corbyn? Uh, um, Boris. Yeah. As he was being questioned on it, he ran his fingers across his neck, right? Like, violent to, like, cut, cut. Like, he wanted to cut the interview. Right. Before he... Like, as he's answering the question, he, like, let a little snigger, started answering it, and he was, <clears throat> like, cut, cut. And uh, and then, as he was answering it, the... Um, the person, the presenter on LBC was like, I don't think we have time for anything. And the presenter like saved him right. a little bit, yeah? He's being recorded. And he's such a dick. He used to go on LBC all the time. Yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. he's being recorded. Why yeah. would you do that? Like, and you, Let me ask you a question about that, though. Do you think it's 
deliberate. No, do you think you should have to... What do you think should happen if, if you own X, a house that's worth X amount with regards to care and stuff? Mm. What do you think should happen? Because ultimately, afterwards, that house has just been given away to your kids. And if you're doing things official, they're paying, you're paying 40% tax on it anyway. Um, well, it depends on the value of the house as well, that they're paying 40% tax on it. But if Labour get into power, it'll pretty much be 40% by with what they want to do because they pretty much want to scrap yeah that the thing is inheritance tax that that won't um what will happen with that like let's say labor labor government come in mm. they'll try and they'll try and scrap it it won't it will get reduced the threshold 125,000 they're saying at the moment right compared to 300 right. or something like that. Yeah. and then the next tory government will get come in yeah that's bollocks we yeah. just increase it yeah yeah so i'm not overly concerned about that because mm. i i know we swing back and forth and yeah I know that'll come and <clears throat> Sorry, <coughs> I've got Ebola. Um, personally, I think if you're if you're a single person, yeah, and you ain't got no kids, mm. and you want to leave your house to Battersea Dogs Home, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> no, you might need to be in a caravan for ten years. Yeah, where's that money coming from? Yeah, no. Sorry, mm. no. Um. And that being said, if you're smart, mm. if you're a smart person, you just book yourself on cruises for the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Because you can go on a luxury cruise, yeah. you get five-star room, you get waiter service, butler service, you don't have to leave your room, mm. you get to see all these sites and what. I saw a thing on the news once, and uh, the this couple just paid hotels for things. They, get, they got room service, they got things on tap, they can still, while they're able to, they can go back to the local shops. They're never going to, like, they have to clean, they don't have to worry they're never going to be in a situation where they pass away and then they're not found for ages because the cleaners come in every morning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so there's this thing in France, isn't there, where you can pre-sell your house. So like, I could buy a you house. Can, do that here. can you do that here? So it's, my understanding in France is where I can buy someone's house and the agreement is I own it. I, I take possession of it once they die. And in the meantime, I have to give them like a thousand pounds a month, for example. Yeah, Can we you... have that here. Oh, okay. So all these, all these adverts that you might see for uh, equity release for like pensioners. Right. That's them. That's basically what it is. Normally, uh, you can get it so they can buy your entire house or sometimes it's they'll take a cut. A cut. <clears throat> right, okay. It just depends on how much income you want. Right, okay. So, um, yeah, so it's and, and how old you are. Um, there's a... It's, it's a very similar system to annuities. Do you know what annuities are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you... Yeah. when But that's based on your pension, right? So it's the same as that, but against your house. Yeah, so they take what your entire pension pot is worth, mm. and then they do a forecast of how long they think you're going to live. And then they go, based on that, we're going to give you this much per month for mm. your annuity. They go, right, your house is worth this much now. So if we think... Let's say your house is worth 600,000. Mm. We're going to give you... 60 grand a month for the next 10 years. So you go, well, that's great. I'm going to get 600 grand, which mm. is what my house is worth. Awesome. In 10 years, your house ain't worth 600 grand there. It's right, worth yeah. 750. Yeah. That's where they're making their money. Yeah. Plus, during that, that, well, during that time, they're obviously paying you out uh, 60 grand a year, but they're, they're not outlaying that all in one go. So that 60 grand, uh, 600,000, they've got, in the first year, they've they've got five hundred and forty still available in the bank that they're investing and making money on. Yeah, as they do it that way. But 
uh, that's that's a good a good way if you don't have dependents and you want to get a yeah. decent income in retirement. Yeah. Uh, but to be honest, I think that's just being a bit greedy. You could just put your house on rent and just fucking like travel to another country. Mm. Like for me, my personal ambition, I want to move to Africa and retire in Africa. I'll have one or two properties here on rent, state pension because I paid yeah. into the system long enough. You can mm. give me my couple hundred quid a week, thanks. Yeah. Um, and and I'll live in somewhere like Uganda, somewhere like that, and and I'll live very very well on a yeah. very small amount of money. Yeah. Okay. That is of course provided China haven't completely raped the continent by that time, which it looks like they probably will. That's yeah. that's another conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it's like the election's like a week away. It is. And yeah. I'm not fully decided. I feel like I know where I'm leaning, but I'm not completely. You haven't really spoke about Lib Dems. They're a bunch of fucking liars, mate. I can't. I can't deal with them. <laughs> okay, so so let me just. This take... is my thing with Boris as well. I say to her, mate, <clears throat> this whole thing, Boris, like we all know, Boris is dishonest or whatever. But every so many politicians lie. Yeah, it's Boris's is his his public persona. And do you know what? I don't like the guy. I just made that clear. Yeah. And I'm trying to be objective. Half of the stuff he says is he uses hyperboles. Mm. Technically, he ain't even lying. We're just taking what he's saying literally. Like when he's saying, I'm going to leave Brexit, do or die. That's a hyperbole. He's not literally going to die if yeah. we don't. Do you, do you see what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. by the definition of it, it's not to be taken literally. Yeah. So he was on the news like yesterday, the day before, and said he doesn't lie. Now, obviously, everyone's going to lie about that. He, like, because he, we all know he's a, he's a liar. Like, but he does say things. It's that oafish, yeah. Pers- like persona. So there was something actually that you shared mm. that he had said that he felt that what was it? Working class single mothers or something about the children. Oh yeah, them, yeah, yeah. Or like a drain on society or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some bad, some mean things. Um. So there's a couple of things to take from that. One is yeah, it's a bullshit thing to say. He said it 24 years ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Right. I- I'm sure. People, like, if you ask a guy in his 50s, did you ever say some dumb shit 24 years ago? Like, of course. Yeah. Everything I said was dumb shit. This guy is a columnist for a newspaper article, uh, for a newspaper. He's writing articles, like, every week. He's going to come up with some dumb shit from time to time. Mm. Whether or not he believes in it is a different matter, right? Yeah. I if, think that's the other thing people need to... If he'd have come out and said, you know what? I didn't believe in it even at the time, but I needed to write something salacious, so I did it people probably wouldn't have necessarily believed him and it would have discredited him a little bit. But if it had come and said, to be honest, it was 20-something years ago, at the time, that is how I felt, but it was quite ignorant of me. Since then, I've, you know, I've lived, I've seen more, and I know more, and I've changed my opinion, and I just mm. don't feel that way. Yeah. People would be like, yes, yes, boys. And, but instead, what we get, not just from him, other MPs that were questioned on it, said, well, you know, you can... Of, he's wrote thousands of articles he must have written millions of words you can take a few of them out yeah, of context yeah I hate that I, and it's I like just, that. just yes or no yeah was it a dumb thing to say well you know he's 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 a hard working guy he said so many things and it's very easy to take things out of context and yeah. one of these um, presenters I think it was on channel 4 I was like I have the old, whole article I could read it all out in front of you uh, and, and in front of our viewers but to save time I'm telling you it's not taken out of context. I'm asking you to believe me. If you if you just assume that you believe me, 
and that it's not taken out of context. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, these just say it, it was yeah. a dickhead thing this to is say. It. Yeah, yeah. It's like that 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 did you hear did you see that thing when um Tories on their Twitter feed they put up fact checked UK? But it was actually a it, it was, was just a fact checked. It, no, it was they basically they made their Twitter account, they changed it for the period of uh, one of the debates as fact check UK, so it looked like they were a proper fact checking site and they could just slate Corbyn. Oh mate. Right? So I don't like it. I just don't. This, no, I, that's I don't exactly like the same. This shit in politics. And it's the same as uh, that that video they ed- edited of Keir Starmer. Right. Did you hear about that one? No. So basically, he was on. Apparently, it was a bit of a shit interview for him anyway. But he was on. He was on um, uh, the show with Piers Morgan. Is it Good Morning Britain? Yeah. And they were asking him something, and he answered the question straight away. And he gave it. He gave an answer. Whether you like the answer or not, he gave an answer. There's periods where Pierce Morgan's talking to him, so he's kind of sitting there like that, and then sort of in a, you know listening with a with a. Oh, okay. And what they've done, they basically edited it from Piers Morgan asking him the question to him sitting there, looking, just sitting there looking perplexed. a bit perplexed. And then Piers Morgan then had the the secretary of the Conservative Party or whatever on asking him about it, and again he was trying to defend it. And and then they also about the fact, and he was trying to defend it. And then Pierce Morgan's going, "Look, you could have just shown the interview. It's like it was a bit of a car crash anyway. Why did you need to do that? It's dishonest. It's this. Your it's fake news. He's trying to defend it. Trying just and he's going, "Look, your own um, the 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 uh, the GC what is it CCHQ the press department who done it have come out and apologised. Why won't you admit it's wrong?" Oh, well, did a similar sort of thing you're saying. Well, it, it, we clearly stated. No, you never clearly stated. Da, 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 da. And it's like, your prime minister has come out. He retweeted it. He's now deleted that tweet and issued an apology. Why won't you just, uh, just, just, yeah, just agree with what everyone else is yeah. saying, which was it's a shit thing to do. And, and, and they're like, <coughs> oh, well, no, no, I won't say it was fake news because um, we, we, we had there it still said at C you know we didn't change our actual Twitter handle um, it still said at CCHQ it's like who even knows what that is mm. who even knows what is it Con- conservative conference headquarters like yeah. do you know what I mean but yeah. you've got in massive you've got in huge uh, this fact this fact check UK. UK and you've got and it's, it's just you get like, something and you go oh CCHQ that's like correct check yeah, I don't know what it is yeah Exactly. Check it's correct. Yeah. yeah. Right. So so it's 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 been really with that that kind of stuff. I found that really really snaky, s- isn't it? Snaky. Yeah. That's the best way I can put it. And I do hope that they get stick for it, so it doesn't become the norm. Yeah. And that's my thing. Go. Sorry to go like full circle a little bit. Over. Oh, I'm yawning. Um. Sorry, man. My kid had me up till silly o'clock in the morning, and I was up at like half five as well. Um. But yeah, that uh, that whole conversation I had with that guy about um, there being a lot of fear that um, that Corbyn's an anti-Semite and that it's like, what do you really think is going to happen if Corbyn gets into power? You think he's going to set up concentration camps? I oh, know. Do you think he's going to start trying to deport people yeah. to Israel? Do you think he's going to start allocating funds towards bombing Israel? Don't be fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. Israel's supported by America. Even if we wanted to say, fuck it, we're going to go to war with you, do you really think we're going to risk going to war with America? Because yeah. America will have their back. Yeah. That's one. Two, you can't, in this day and age, 
you cannot openly discriminate against anyone and get away with it. Yeah. That's just that's just it. Like that's a, it's a nice thing as well. To be fair, like people used to get away with too much shit back in the day. Yeah, too many like comments about you know black people being lazy mm. or smoke or all of them smoking weed. Yeah, you know whatever. That shit that would have you'd have got away with that in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, you can't get away with that shit now. Mm. You can't like, mate. When I was growing up, you could say Chinese. Yeah, yeah. No issue at yeah, all. Yeah. Oh, he's a Chinese. Yeah. Ladybird, ladybird. <laughs> he's a ladybird, right? <laughs> or geezer bird, sorry, geezer bird. <laughs> Fuck it, <laughs> right? All that kind of stuff that happened when I was a kid, like dumb, dumb shit. Mm. As an as an adult now, if someone was doing that, you call them out on it straight. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't fly. Yeah. It just doesn't. There's there's nothing and even this whole thing with um anti Semitism being rife in the Labour Party, there was a Scottish MP and I was disappointed to to, to see this, especially because obviously Kinsman she's a Scotswoman, she's she went to a Labour Party like a local uh, uh meetup for, for Labour supporters and she said, I can't ask you to vote for the Labour Party. I can't ask you to vote for me. I feel like we're not doing enough to stamp out anti-Semitism, right? She's fucking virtue signaling, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? Just based on that, she'll probably win the seat as well. Because if, yeah. oh, look, she's so honest, yeah. we'll get the seat. So maybe it's just a, a tactical thing, right? But my issue is this. If you know anti-Semitism is that much of a problem in your own party, one, you you could just step down. Yeah. Two, you could call it. You go... This motherfucker said this yeah. on this day. And this, I got it on my phone because I know he's an anti-Semite. Yeah. Right? You can see. Here you go. Here's a video of Jeremy Corbyn saying that he wants all Jews dead. Yeah. Right? And if that's the case, then cool. We've now got some evidence. Mm. And you'll be a hero. Okay? Because let's be honest. If we found out tomorrow that Jeremy Corbyn was actually an anti-Semite, we wouldn't vote him in. Yeah. Correct. Agreed. And here's the thing as well. If there was any legit proof that Jeremy Corbyn was an anti-Semite, do you think he'd still be leader of the Labour Party? Of course he wouldn't. Do you know the majority of Jews in Britain vote le- tend to vote Labour? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a sign that they've been fed this propaganda about Corbyn being anti-Semite and, and whatever, that they're all saying, yeah, we don't feel that we'd be safe if um, Corbyn would be voted in. Again, I'll go back. What do you think he's going to do here? Yeah? <laughs> really yeah. do you think he's going to make you put put signs on your door saying yeah we're, we're Jewish and we live it I do Even think I think it's that. got a little bit to do with almost like like how you know since Brexit how Trump's acted it gives it kind of what, what's the word what's the term they, they use? empowers people yeah. um, to to be anti-Semitic or to commit racist um, acts of violence or things against um, Jewish people. I think that's that's part of the big worry. Um, as I said, I think personally that a lot of, uh, from from what I see, I think a lot of people who, what's that, what's that thing? Well, basically, I think a lot of people who support Labour under this new Jeremy Corbyn style of Labour, yeah. this further, this slightly more extreme, uh, slightly more left-leaning um, 
I think a lot of them fit the typical conspiracy theory against Jewish people. Like yeah. a lot of them I've spoken to, they they come out with that kind of shit. Oh, they, whether it's the banks, whether it's like the the um, them controlling all the money and all, all that kind of stuff. That you know what? It sounds like bullshit, and you know even if it was true, it don't affect you on a day to day, mate. Like yeah. <laughs> whoever owns the banks, whoever the bank of living, it don't really affect me. <laughs> like, yeah. So even in the worst case, like if it was, even if it was true, like so what? I don't think it is for one second, <laughs> but like. You're, 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 I don't know. Do you know what I mean? But you, you get a lot of those people. Like, why do you need to say that? What, yeah. what, does, what does it benefit? And anyway? I bet you if they're looking for an accountant, they saw a Jewish name, they'd be like, oh, it must be good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, I, I find that a lot of the people who are sort of into that sort of Jeremy Corbyn. No, I wouldn't say Jeremy Corbyn. I'll say the sort of John McDonald. That's it, John McDonald, I think it is. And Tom Watson, yeah. The sort of John McDonald type of um, uh, ideology and the way he would wanna, want to run the country, I think when I've come across people who think that way, they often mm. have had sort of uh, anti-Semitic views. And I think that's a lot of the people who are supporting Corbyn. Oh. That's in my opinion. All right. So... I don't think it's Corbyn personally, himself. Yeah, it's it's like um it's like people got oh you know Trump's racist. Yeah. If you look back at you look back through pictures of him mm. through the eighties and nineties, most of the times you see him out in public with other celebrities, most of them are black celebrities. He used to go to like concerts and stuff with Mike Tyson. He'd be like the token white guy mm. at these places. I, and don't get me wrong, that doesn't make him not racist. Yeah. But I think he's perceived as racist. And that empowers a lot of people that vote for him to... to you've you've seen around. so many videos of yeah. these fucking rednecks going, Trump's in power now. Y'all best be ready. He's yeah, coming yeah, for your yeah, ass. Yeah. Your raghead's better get your ass back across that border. Exactly. And it's like, you dickheads. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's is, yeah. is that guy Trump's fault? Yeah, no. That's exactly... Yeah, that's the exact same sort of way I feel with... with, with uh, with um, Corbyn and the sort of... Mm. And the funny thing about that as well is like uh, Obama was saying all the same shit about securing the border, about deporting illegal immigrants, the people that are there legally, they're all good. Obama said the same fucking thing. It's how he said it though. Yeah, he said it (laughs) nice. He took some time between his words, had some beautiful pauses, and he made some funny jokes in between. He even took the mickey out of Donald Trump by putting a video of his birth on the screen, and it was actually the birth of Simba from the movie Lion King. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Trump, uh, um, Obama, let's be honest, he's probably the most enigmatic president that ever lived. Yeah. Right? Probably, the thing is as well. Was he the most effective? He's, mm. he, he was very effective. He was very he's, effective in terms at lion, bruv. No, when you look at the numbers, the numbers for his his tenure yeah are, are, are okay, pretty much out he's got some good numbers yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not saying he didn't have no good yeah. numbers bro but he also said that he'd make it much easier for whistleblowers to come forward yeah tell that to fucking edward snowden yeah, i agree and uh, julian assange yeah. right um Bay closing yeah yeah saying about like, he, he he wouldn't go for, uh try and get into any like stupid wars and yet he 
and he's talking about getting pe- troops out of Afghanistan, which he ended up sending more troops in. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, my fucking drone strikes. Yeah. Which killed 90% innocent civilians. Oh, I didn't realise it was that high. Huge. Yeah. And he, um, they went up like, they increased by like 17 times the amount before his tenure. Since then, they've gone up even more. Trump ain't no better. He's worse. But for someone like uh, Obama, who you'd see as such an enigmatic guy to yeah. be like, yeah, yeah let's, let's use this. Which you would think as well that drones would be like really accurate. Instead of just firing a rocket, it, yeah. you can literally, like it's got a camera on the front, you can see exactly yeah. what you're aiming at. You can make sure you get the right space. You're, you're not aiming from a, um, a battleship hundreds of miles away yeah. with, a, with a rocket, with a guidance system. You've got a rocket and a guidance system on a drone that's directly above its target. Yeah. And you're still going, yeah, fuck it. We need this one guy in a block of flats that's got 100 people in it. This, this bomb's going to take out all 100 of those people, but we need him. Yeah. We need him yeah. dead. Yeah. That I don't agree with. Um, I agree. It's been a long session. Fucking hell, bro. Politics. 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 All right, let's, let's sum this one up, though. Yeah, right. Give me... Mm. Give me head. Uh, no, uh, give me... <laughs> not on the air, not on the air. Give me two reasons why you should vote for the Tories and two reasons why you shouldn't. <sighs> or do you want to do Labour? And I'll, I'll do the other opposite party. We'll play devil's advocate. All right. Two reasons why I should vote for the Tories. That's tough right now. All right. I would say... All right. You need to say something, bro. Let me start, let me start with why you shouldn't. Right. They've run... They've That's run easier. Possibly the most dishonest campaign I've ever seen in British politics. And I'm going to go as far as saying worse than the Brexit campaign. Because the Brexit campaign, at least we didn't know at the time, a lot of the stuff was lies. Like, they're doing shit we know is lying and trying to stick with it. Like, it's despicable. Like you said, it's snaky. The other thing is, I just think some of the people... This is the the truth, I think. I think Boris Johnson is a lot more centrist than he he is putting on. Okay. I think he's had to surround himself with the people he has in his cabinet because he wants to get through Brexit. Brexit, him leading the UK through Brexit... As to his legacy, which I think is one of the most important things to him, and I think that's why he's done it. I think the next cabinet reshuffle, you're going to have a totally different bunch in there if he wins okay. the election. That's one, so, one, one why, why I would say to vote for for um, you just gave the me one. No, that was two. There was no. a snakiness and and them and the people he's got surrounding him currently. Oh, that's a negative. Yeah. Okay, because negatives. the way you portrayed that was like it was a positive. Like, oh, like he's well, well. He, because he's going to change it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So the people he's got surrounding him at the moment, the people he's put in his in his cabinet, I think are pretty gross. Okay. Um, so that is actually playing right. straight into my first positive. I do believe, in terms of the Conservative Party at the moment, I do believe that Boris Johnson is a lot more centrist. I think I would consider myself politically more centrist. I think once the Brexit dust has settled, if he does um, win, I think actually he can potentially take the UK into a good place in terms of what I believe politically good, which I think the centrist um, lane is um, the best place. Um, uh, The other thing I would say voting for Tories is, I think in, this is only against the Labour that we currently have. Yeah. I think they're more likely to take the bigger risks in the reform that needs to happen in government. 
from a fiscal point of view. I think they're the ones who would be more likely to make the changes to the NHS that need to happen. I think they're the ones who would make the changes with um, and, and make the cuts to certain bloated public public services, uh, public um, uh, sector departments such as DWP and HMRC. When I say public services, I don't mean benefits and things like that because I don't agree necessarily with that being cut. But I, I yeah, basically. Um, and I think that if they get their way in a post-Brexit world, then a lot of people who voted Brexit are going to get a rude awakening because they will be disregarded. And then I can turn around and say, told you all so, and sit on my high horse. Okay. So <laughs> that was a kind of negative positive. Fair enough. <laughs> Go on then, do one for Labour. All right. So um, reason to vote for Labour number one is that I actually think because of their like neutral stance on the whole Brexit situation, they're more likely to win over the public. Because, let's be honest, the British public is still very split about Brexit. Mm-hmm. And most people in the British, part, British public don't realise that if Brexit doesn't happen, we are super, super fucked. Why is that? Because the only way for Brexit not to happen is for us to us to uh, revoke Article 50, yeah? yeah? The only way you can revoke Article 50 is without any equivocation. Which means you can never... Like, once you revoked it, you can't go, oh, actually, we changed our mind now because you guys are screwing us. We're going we're gonna to kick it back in. Yeah, they can't, they can't force us to stay. They can. How? Because the... the it's like fines and... Yeah. IMF they'll cripple our economy. Yeah. Uh, uh, and this, this is my thing this is why you can't vote for, for Lib Dems they're like yeah yeah we'll just revoke Article 50 like like there's no consequences there are consequences and they're, they're quite severe so we have no negotiating power if we withdraw Article 50 We're, we've weakened our negotiating power by extending it so, so much but in all fairness so is Europe because if they actually if, if they were as strong as they, they kind of portray themselves to be they could be like no 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 you've had enough time let's just have a let's just have a break let's just 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 break clean brexit because we don't need you you need us but it's we need each other and that's why they're giving us so many extensions but personally i think because let's be honest corbyn is not a remain guy he's a leave guy you can find so many clips of him online saying Mm. we need to get out of europe but it's for very different reasons of course the conservatives want of course but that's one of the reasons why I think he'd probably actually have a better chance of getting us out of, out of Europe because a lot of Labour voters that like him yeah. are Remainers. Yeah. And he, I, I feel like he'd be able to win those people over, whereas those people will never, just because they think he's a CUNT, will never ever be like, yeah, yeah let's get behind Boris and help him out with, with Brexit. Yeah. Like, let's, let's just unite. Um so that's one reason why uh, we should vote for Labour. Uh, number two is because we have had 10 years of austerity and it's, it's about time for the public spending, man. Let's get our infrastructure looking good. Uh, even if it does cost us another recession, fuck it. Let's just, let's just go, right? I want, I want to see new leisure centres, right? <laughs> <I want laughs> Libraries. To, yes. You know, I want to see another hospital or two. I want, I want to see stuff, right? Let's be honest. I'm sick and tired of the Conservatives taking us mo- our money, giving us nothing with it, 
and then telling us, oh, sorry, I've got no money. I'd rather take my money, show me some cool stuff, and then say, oh, sorry, we're in debt now. Like, I don't right. mind, I'll take that. While I'm sitting here right now, I've just had some transaction go for my American Express card. Nah. Yeah. How much? £161.95. Oh, that's not so fucking no, man. You scared the shit out of me. But I don't know what that is. You could just call Amex. They'll, they'll, yeah, I know. They'll get on you straight away. We'll, we'll wrap up. You call them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my, my reasons not to vote for them is that Corbyn isn't necessarily uh, trusted or loved by his own people. He faces a lot of backbiting and bitching throughout his own parliament. I feel like he has a, a lot less control over his MPs than, than Boris does. None of them are scared of him in any way, shape or form. Um, and also, I, I don't generally agree with their economic policy. That's that's my two on not to. Obviously, I just told you guys, don't be voting for no Lib Dems. Unless you're a member of the EDL, you don't be voting for the Brexit party, party mm-hmm. Um So yeah, so that's me on that. Uh, and I think we're about, we're about done, bruv. I think we've, I think we've so. given, we've given the people, we've given you guys all you need. Oh, shit. What? I just realised what it is. Trainers. It is, yes. I want I enter the draw. <laughs> I enter the draw. You know, like when you can't buy them, you have to enter a draw, and it means I just won. Oh, so now he's Sick. boosted. Now he's boosted. Sick. You spent £161 on a pair of trainers. Okay. Do we, I'm just I'm just so stingy, bruv. Do you know what it is? Go I on. can sell these tomorrow. And make three four hundred pounds. And make three four hundred pounds. It's a hustle I do. What are they? They're a Adidas Cross uh, Reebok. They're actually Adidas and Reebok collab. Okay, that's mad. Yeah. Huh. Funny. So they're not the ones I wanted to win. The ones I wanted to win, actually, but the draw, that draw is not till next week. I'll have a pair of off-whites that I could probably sell for triple the amount the next Ooh, day. Oh, Lord. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So You know, with that trainer thing as well, like the, the ones that I asked you to get for me, Yeah. you're seeing that the price of them like doubled yeah. after you ordered them. Yeah, that I, I think Nike realised, and I, I was, I was, I'm in an iron there, uh, all black with gold tick, uh, Air Max 720s and I tried them on I was like yeah they're comfy but they do feel a bit gimmicky um, and I was like I could just I could just sell these like right now and yeah. just, make, just make half my money back on top yeah um, I'll probably keep them now. I like them but yeah yeah they're, they're alright they're alright they're understated but the thing is I've got a set of all black 270s so I don't really uh, need okay. both in it yeah 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 um, so yeah anyway enough for the trainer talk Throwback time. Throwbacks. Throwback time. Okay, I got mine ready, locked and loaded. Oh shit, you went in. So, my throwback song. So, I've decided I'm going to pick this because I've been listening to Fabulous' new um, album, his new mixtape, which is pretty yeah. sick. So, I'm going to go choose an old Fabulous song. Um, so Into You. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's okay. done. I can't um, say that's the one. And uh, my throwback movie is going to be Belly. I don't know if you remember that. Starring DMX, Nas. Yeah. yeah. And the ending was basically a ripoff of uh, Scarface. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's a cult film. It had a big following, but I personally thought it was a bit trash. But I thought it would. I'll, I'll put it out there. Oh, but you put it out as your throwback. Yeah, that's that's my throwback. Because it's still a classic. It's one of those films, you know, like, there's so many flaws to it. The director, Hype uh, Williams, directed it. He was famous for his music videos. It was one of those ones, you know, all Missy's music videos and stuff she used to do. Like, Hype Williams used to do those, and he, oh, this is okay. his film he directed. It was one of those ones that 
there's so many trash parts in it, but there's also so many quotables and classic little moments that it's sort of got a cult following. Yeah, yeah that belly. Right. B-E-L-L-Y. So my throwback song is not necessarily that old, I think. I don't even know when it came out. It's probably like last year, maybe a year before. Michael made it by the world. What's that one? I just wanna buy the world. Do the impossible. You can play it if you got it. If you got your Spotify up. Yeah. Hit play on that. We ain't getting pulled off of YouTube, so it's all right. You can you can give the people a sample. Uh-huh. What what's it called? Uh, by the world, as in purchase by. Oh, by the world, by the Mike Will made it. Yeah, with Little Wayne. I don't know if I made it. Okay. Okay. I don't even know when that song came out. It might not even be that old, but I feel like it is. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, that's my my throwback song. Uh, my throwback movie. I just had one. Oh, that's what. But you you bang it again. <laughs> um, that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna. Do you know what? I don't, I don't mind. Let's see if, see if I can. Um, the the movie is uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. With the oh, little girl that played Matilda. Yeah, yeah. Because Christmas is coming, man. Yeah. What's the What's the actor? This guy who played Santa Claus. Uh, he was Chris uh, Pendle. No, what is his real name? No. <laughs> he was the brother of the guy who does. He, so he's the Jurassic Park guy. Yeah, that's right. The brother. Yeah, and yeah. And his brother does. What's his fucking name? Something. Isn't his brother the the BBC? Uh, Attenborough. Attenborough. Yeah. Yeah, Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough is the BBC guy. No, David Attenborough. David Attenborough. And this was Richard Attenborough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was it. And they are brothers, right? Yeah. I'm not just making that up because you've got the same They're white too. They look the same. Yeah. They're like like my cousins. Um, Uh, All right, yeah. So that's my throwback. Miracle on 34th Street. The nice family movie. You sit down, watch it with the kids. Um, Yeah, Richard Attenborough. But yeah, that's, that's my throwback. So anyway, people, that's been us for today. Uh, you should be getting this just before the election, so hopefully we give you a little bit of insight as to what Guan. Also, uh, you know, make sure you're following us on Insta. I uh, I just posted some stuff up today about a little stock trade that I did, where um, I, I made like twenty percent. In fact, um, one of my friends gave me some money, which, to be honest, I don't normally do this, and I won't be doing it. So don't know. Contact me. Because I ain't taking no money off anyone to invest it for them. Allow that. Invest your own money. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I do see any like cheeky things, once I've bought it, I will tell you what I've bought. Uh, I'm not going to do it beforehand because I feel like that's a bit weird. And I, I'm sure there's some rules on it as well. Like I don't know if I'm legally allowed to do certain things. But um, but we've got small Instagram so far. So you know maybe you help to propagate the uh, the wealth. And maybe you share and, uh, and you get in. In on this journey with us um, but yeah that's that's me i'm lewis i'm denny we've had enough and we are out, out.